0: Uh, Poptimus, Siroko, ASMR. No, shut the fuck
1: up! <laughs> shut up! Shut up! No! 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 Open gun and stop! Open gun and stop! Shut up! No! Shh! Hi! Open gun and stop! Do you want
0: bottle. me to put my hand on your ear? I can put oh. my hand on your ear. Get <laughs>
2: me! Get me! There's slime pouring out of my microphone right now. I'm stopping you!
0: This is the sound of slime pouring out of your speakers as I speak. Ah!
2: <laughs> More like Slaptimus Sirocco. Hey! (laughs)
0: Slaptimus Sirocco only. Uh, (laughs) 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 Welcome to a (laughs) Guns
1: I'm calling you Poppers from Noyon. Welcome to what? What is this podcast? (laughs) Who are we?
2: Uh, (laughs) Hell.
0: Hi, my name is Colin. My pronouns are they and them.
2: (laughs) Hi, my name is Sarah. My pronouns are she and them. (laughs) Hi, my name is Max. My pronouns are he and him um uh, and <laughs> and this is the show about gundam that you all love and choose to listen to of your own volition every week i'm so you love sorry to hear it you
0: love to hear it we love to hear it
1: we knew you love to hear it
0: have you considered that perhaps you loving to hear it is just part of my plan uh and that uh together perhaps we could take a a you know a part of the podcast space for ourselves, for us to walk together between.
1: Oh, um, Colin, your plan is so amazing. I would literally die for you for no reason. Uh.
2: I want to literally die right now. <laughs> um, Gundam was good this week, I think. I liked it a lot. Yeah.
1: I hated it, but in a good way.
2: The last episode was like maybe my favorite episode of the show so far.
0: It's also, yeah, no, like the last episode is so good, but also I literally hate it. Uh-
2: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, wh- why don't we why don't we start making our way there right now, starting with episode twenty eight of Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam, <coughs> the Jupiterish infiltration.
1: It's not the most Jupiter we've ever seen, but it's Jupiterish, and uh, yeah, let's go, let's infiltrate. Remember
2: yeah. when when you're at the playground in school and like people would come up and sing, um, what is it? G- girls go to mars to get more bras boys go to Jupiterish to get more
0: stupidress <laughs>
1: uh-huh uh-huh
0: <laughs> i miss that part of middle school where everyone is going through puberty i guess but you know here we are yeah well you know sometimes it doesn't happen um, sometimes, yeah. it, sometimes it doesn't happen here's the thing quattro's late quattro's late uh why is quattro late i don't know but he shows up to a meeting with Brighton Hinkin, uh and they start talking about stuff
1: my favorite thing about these episodes is that like the first kind of two minutes are reserved for it to be like the Quattro sneaky zone. Like what's <laughs> Quattro getting up to at the start of this uh, this episode? Oh where's he now? Why what's the reason that they're giving us this episode for why he's not in it and what the fuck is he mm-hmm. off doing?
2: He's just he can't be contained. Yeah. <laughs> he's covered in like he's covered in like bodybuilder oil, so they can't grab him. He's, he's too slippery. Just
0: very slippery. Yeah. Very shiny. And if he- the thing he's being slippery about right now is that they're like, hey, you know, um, what what what's going on? We know you came back alone. And, like, Quatra is like, there's a lot of rumors going around. Quatra's like, I intended to talk to you too sooner or later. The rumors are true. And the rumors that Quatra brings up is the fact that Blex is dead. The rumor come uh, and out, and he came back alone, which isn't, I don't think, is the rumor that we're expecting here. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The rumors of Blex's
2: demise have not been exaggerated whatsoever.
0: The, the rumor, the rumors that we are expecting is the fact that Quattro Vegina is somebody who isn't Quattro Vegina. I don't think that's right.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, the only rumor I was expecting was the rumor come out that Blex dead.
2: You know. You know, just the only the only thing. Everything else, I am sure that Quattro-Bergina is quattro because why would quattro lie about being someone other than quattro Yeah,
1: he's never lied about <laughs> anything in his life.
2: He, they're um. calling him the Abraham Lincoln of space.
1: Well, that was flex, but he's dead now. So now that the other Abraham takes, Lincoln is dead.
0: like All Might. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the Char for All ability uh, quirk. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: uh so yeah they they um you know Quattro tells them about Black's getting assassinated I don't think he tells them anything else at this point actually
2: yeah They're, yeah. The, yeah that's all he tells them and like we sort of see them still talking about side two because like apparently that's where the Titans are moving their little grubby little mitts on next <laughs>
1: um but yeah then we cut to a scene of the Geek is here we the, they got I, it
2: as yeah. much as I didn't much care for the Gelgu's design <gasps> in regular Gundam I like because all the other suits there looked cooler. I huh? like to see it now. It's like, <laughs> thank you for giving the same gasp. I, it's like, I don't know. It, it, it's like, a, it's nostalgia for something I saw a couple of months ago at this point, but it's like, yeah, it's huh? cool seeing the sort of different design sensibility compared to like how much more mechanical things get in Zeta. It's like, yeah, it's a funky little dude. He's hanging out. Huh. I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sarah, did I startle you?
1: Yeah, so I think is like my favorite memo suit at all of W79, well, apart from Big Zama, of course. Which is technically a mobile armor. So the Gelgoog is my favorite mobile <laughs> suit in all the W79.
0: You're valid. Uh, the the Gelgoog is the one of the first Gunpla I ever bought. And I broke all of its <laughs> fingers trying to put it together, which is what stopped me from making Gunpla for a long oh, time. No.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just had to break all its fingers because it wouldn't divulge the information you needed. Um, yeah. It's
0: a yeah, tough yeah, yeah. little boy. They- they had to put all of the Nemo parts inside of it, so that I guess we could do an uh, an infiltration mission with it. Yeah, Metal, Metal Gear sneaking mission. Yeah, Ostinaje uh, tells Camille that they're they're putting they they're you know they're fixing up this Gelgoog. It only has to look like one. They're gonna they're taking apart this Nemo right next to it to like like you know get it to work, and that it's so that Rekua can go on an an infiltration mission to, to Jupiterus.
1: I just. When I realized that the Gel-Gug, it was their clever, fun disguise plan, I was just, hell yeah, <laughs> this is the best thing ever.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I,
2: like, as soon as Camille hears that Rekwa's going on another sneak, I almost said sleepy mission. As soon as Camille hears that Rekwa's going on another wow. sneaky mission, he's, he's like, You're the not fuck wrong. she is, and he storms
0: off to try and dissuade her He said, it. a yeah. woman
1: having autonomy in my presence? Not on mm- my couldn't, watch.
0: Couldn't be me. <laughs> yeah. Good thing he runs into Fa first. Uh, I like Fa. Hot take: I like Fa. Uh, we all like Fa on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> we are all. We are. We are all Fa should be the main character of Zeta. Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, is this when? Like, because I think Fa says that Rekua is showing the orphans around the place. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yes. Um. So we cut so to
0: Camila. Go for it.
1: I don't because I'm not entirely I don't I don't know if I have the order right so you go (laughs)
0: uh so yeah yeah like Camille like finds Fa like asks where Requa is and Requa is like oh I think she's showing the like orphans around the ship and so like they they go to you know uh uh, like like Camille immediately goes to find uh Requa Fa follows along and they have like a little like conversation real quick uh just to be like you know Get the get their, their bases grounded. Uh Camille really does like thinks that Fa like Requa is being um, you know, uh kind of like suicidal. Fa yeah. thinks that Camille needs to respect Rekwa's like agency in this situation, and uh they go and try and find Requa together.
1: And Requa Requa's there. Um she's showing the Costco orphans around the ship, and she says, Juice, juice, come get your delicious juice.
0: <laughs> I'm glad it's, that the juice yeah.
2: robot made it out of Jaburo. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's soda time. Uh, (laughs) Mm, Take a sit, babes. Also, the children get to meet Haro. This is the first time they meet Haro. It's a very good scene.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: It's, It's good, but I'm at the point where I can't form an emotional bond with these new children because they're not the same.
0: It's they're still they're good children. They see Haro. Their eyes grow three times their size. Mm-hmm. Haro sees the children. Haro's ear flaps go up, and we know we know what's going on between these two these two groups of people. Uh, this <laughs> is the most important bond in Gundam. Yeah, like uh, is children <laughs> the, and Haro. <laughs> the,
1: the the argument just got like a like a fifty percent boost to its chaos stat because like yeah, the team yeah, yeah. have assembled. Um. So Rekawa is like, children, here's some nice juice for you. And the kids are like, thanks, Miss Um, And then kind of Camille comes up and is like, is it through that you're going to infiltrate the Jupiter's? Are you doing this? And Rekawa just kind of looks over at him and is like, would you like some juice too, Camille?
2: <laughs> she
0: is so nonplussed.
1: I've got a big cup of women respecting juice here for you. <laughs>
0: Please yes. drink it now. Oh, man. Yeah, Camille needs to drink that fucking juice already. Like... It's like Camille is such a dingus in
2: this episode because his whole deal is like Rekko is being stupid, do, going on stupid missions, which will probably get herself killed. Every single time Camille has sortied, it's been to get himself killed.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I know I know we talked about this off mic a bit, but like the, like all three of these episodes like really underline how much like Zeta doesn't know what its opinion about women in combat is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Because, yeah. I mean, like, as far as Recco is concerned, like, this whole episode, as far as Rekko is concerned, it just seems like Rekko has been assigned a job. She's good at that job. She's good at infiltrating. So she's going to do, do her job. She's a woman. Yeah. She has a job. She does the job. Plain and simple. Uh, but then just Fa and Camille somehow, Camille definitely cannot just deal with this. Cannot accept this. Just has to, just has to police women's actions.
0: Yeah. Like, it, it like really, I, I know we've talked about this, and I can't wait to get more to the dis, into this discussion, but, like, part of, like, this whole framing feels like it's an active site to talk about Camille and Fa's relationship, and, like, you know, the way in which Camille thinks that women shouldn't be pilots, and Fa wants to be a pilot, and they're going to drag any and every other person they want to into this fucking debate yeah. as to whether or not Fa should be a pilot. And the answer is yes, but, you know, we're going to get there. Uh.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the other thing I like about this scene is just, like, throughout Camille saying shit, I can't even remember what he says, but Rekka just kind of, like, stares at him and, like, doesn't give a shit as he's yeah, she doing don't care. all this. She's just kind of, like, Brian David Gilbert voice, you, have, you are not my friend and you have no say over what I do with my body.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very much uh, like you know Camille thinks that Rekua is kind of like endangering her life uh, for a purpose that isn't worth it. But Requa's stance seems to be that that you know she is she is also a Quattro Bajina of the show and whatever we're gonna go into we're gonna go into danger and we're gonna make things happen. That's just what this is right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: bro. Can... We are all. <laughs> at some point, they like move from the hallways to Rekko's room, and like Rekko's room is the nicest looking place in the world. It is just nothing but plants. It's it's, it's so it so the plants.
1: gayest room I've ever seen. It's <laughs> tall, toe to top, filled with plants. Like, this is this is like I look at this room and I'm like, no one, no one, no heterosexual could do this.
0: <laughs> this is the cottage core lesbian room of the station, yeah, like. <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: she's been taking tips fr- from Emma, like,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's a mystery that she doesn't walk in, and Emma's just in the bed already. Like, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah, maybe she is. She's just like flattened herself, so no one can tell. Yeah, the, Emma Rekwa is the ship of this show that is never explored, and I hate it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, here,
1: that's what he, that's what we are here for.
2: We breathe yeah. it into existence. <laughs>
1: but I think the reason that they go to Rekola's room is because, like, you know, Rekola just fucking leaves Camille in the cafe yeah. or some shit. Uh, but like, Fa follows her to her room, and like, Fa comes in. And just you know, they have like a girl talk, talking about the thing, um, and it's sort of like it. The scene for me is framed like, oh, so you and Camille have had this kind of quote-unquote argument, but oh, we're both girls, and I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna talk to y- to you about this exact same thing in a far more rational way because I'm far.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I don't hate women. That's
0: why I can talk about this. Ugh. Drakoa does like like flat out tell Fa, hey, listen, the reason that I want to do this mission to infiltrate the Jupiters is because I fucked up infiltrating Jabberow, and I need to get my fucking mojo back. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I need to I need to prove that I'm not a waste of space. I need to prove I can do my job. That's why I want to do this. Please don't get in the way. So yeah.
1: I have a different read on this, and it may again be a translation thing, um, or I may have just been like looking down and writing notes and not paying attention. But from what I saw, like, Fa, Fa the one who says, like, oh, Rekwa, so you're just trying to, like, prove yourself after your failure in Jaburo. And it's Fa that says that. And then Rekwa just kind of looks at her and doesn't really confirm or deny. And it sort of, it seems to me that Fa thinks she understands Rekwa's motivations because that's what she would feel like. Because, like, Fa, we've seen, is always like, oh, I'm going to prove myself, I'm going to prove myself. She's having, she has new pilot disease. And it, it yeah. doesn't, it just kind of seems to me still like Rekua has a job and is going to do the job because she's good at that job and that's her job
0: i don't know i no no i definitely agree with you there especially because it lines up with with my reading of this episode of everything fa says about Rekua is actually fa talking about fa mm. um mm, she's projecting uh, yeah uh but also yeah like the 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 sub is very like hmm flat about what's going on which is you know typical of the zeta sub if they want you to really really believe something they're gonna flat out say it and knowing like i i don't want to spoil anything but like you know requua has a very large arc in this show um and this is a small part of it and i i feel like definitely you can get the feeling that yes she does feel humiliated as to how like Quickly and badly, she, like, failed at Jaburo. But also, that's not the whole story of it. And mm-hmm. definitely, probably, Fa is projecting a bit onto that. Like, you mm-hmm. know, uh, uh, Reko wants to do well on this mission because Rekoa wants to do well on every mission that she's on. And she probably has some feelings about how Jaburo went. But I don't think it is probably affecting her decision-making as badly as Fa thinks it is.
1: I think there's a contrast between, like, how Rekoa... Rekko is very mature about her failures and even if she feels these things, she's like she sort of accepts the things that have happened. Um, yeah. And isn't like beating herself up about them. She's doing things actively. Yeah. Um, Which I think contrasts with some of the stuff we've seen far do.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know. And uh, to to speak to sort of like more like the episode as a whole, I feel like Camille also I mean, I, I don't know. Every, every so often you sort of see Camille give Rekko these looks of like, sort not like not, like, suspicion, but, like, this, like, weird uncertainty that makes me think that he also thinks that there might be something else going on aside from her just, like, wanting to be, like, suicidal and doing stupid missions. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there's definitely these, like, weirdly knowing looks that he he gives her every so often that, like, makes me think that he's sort of starting to try and, like, deduce the reasons why she'd be acting like this.
1: Yeah, he probably suspects the fact that she's sleeping with Emma.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's there's no really way to know (laughs) like like not not to also project too much, but like, you know, um, as a person who has had a lot of like questions about their gender in their life, you know, Camille looking at Recoa and like probably recognizing a lot of similar things of like really trying really hard having, you know, having short hair. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. failing sometimes and succeeding other times. Really respecting Quattro or Brigina, you know. Probably like I feel like anything that Camille thinks about Rekawa is probably like a a way that he is judging himself <laughs> and <laughs> his failures in the past as well. I feel like Rekawa. <laughs> doing a great job everybody talking about rekwa really projecting onto Rekwa. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It's,
2: it's the meme of I'm in this photo and I don't like it
1: yeah <laughs> yeah and speaking about talking about Requa like the next scene is Camille is in the yeah, dark
2: God and he's
1: still he's like pestering is it oppoly he's pestering
2: just Wait. Oh, espionage! Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah.
1: he's just he in the dark. He's Camila's like, oh my god! Like, have you heard about Rekwa? I've heard Rekwa's gonna go into the Jupers Should she be doing this? I don't think she would be doing. this. Oh my god! Unlike the other guy, is like, shut the fuck up and like yeah. throws Camila at far.
2: And yeah,
0: then it's, it's, yeah. go talk away. to your fucking yeah. girlfriend. <laughs> it's it's also it's peak having a cis friend of being like, wow, I'm really obsessed with this person, and Austin doesn't realize that that fucking Camille wants to be Rekwa, and instead of like, oh, clearly Camille wants to date Rekwa, here, go let me go throw you at your other teen girlfriend so you can be distracted by this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and but yeah, and like far like sort of so almost catches him and like yoinks him and i just i really love the the comedic opportunities that zero gravity gives us big shout out it's to zero really gravity. good it's yeah. such a good scene yeah
0: because like Fawz also recognizing this is like oh astonage just threw camille at me clearly it's because camille wants to talk to me because we're in love and instead camille's like oh you should talk to Rekua because Rekua shouldn't be doing what she's doing, or you shouldn't be on the deck here. This is dangerous. You should get out of here. And like Foz immediately disappointed.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Like I, I think one of
2: the lines that they say in this, in this whole discussion, like he, he's like, yeah, Rekua's acting like some stupid impetuous girl, and Foz like, okay, guess I am too then. Bye asshole. Yeah, just like Camille. Can you chill for a second?
1: Please. I, <laughs> I brought the I woman ask. respecting juice from the kitchen. You have to drink it, please. We have we have to put it in
2: a cat spray bottle <laughs> for Camille. That's the only <laughs> way it'll work. <laughs> yeah. Camille. Camille. Nope. Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna talk about Slime Man now? Slime yeah, Man. Yeah, we're off
0: to the Dagosa Gear. Um we find no, out it's, it's- the, the Jupiterus. Or no, uh, wait, no. Yeah, I think yeah, they're yeah. both
2: they're both in the same fleet at this point now. Yeah, yeah.
0: They're about to separate. We're on the Dagosa gear right now because Sirocco is telling about his plans for side two uh to Sarah, about how he uh, he wants to obtain some land there so that they finally have a place to walk together. Um Ooh. it's very creepy, I don't like it. He's like uh, caressing her the whole time. It's just, yeah. Uh
1: huh. So so yeah. that's the weird that's the wild line. So the wild line he says in the dub is um First of all, Sarah is like, Oh, oh, Soraka, so you're trying to get to say too. I I thought you were like a space person, oh my god. And he's like, even if I am a cool space person, he says, I am a man born of woman and I have a human yeah. being's
0: instincts. Oh. Yep. The, no, the the yep. Japanese line is even worse because it's no matter how well I'm adapted to Jupiter's environment, even I am a human born of a woman's womb. Oh no mm-hmm. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> yeah.
1: Popsy. Why?
0: Pappy, Which, no. Like, and then you know, on one hand, I wanted you know, it's really talking about the fact that you know he he lives on the ship that goes back and forth between the Earth sphere and Jupiter, bringing fucking helium uh, gas back and forth so mobile suits can work or whatever. Uh, and so he spends a lot of time in in zero g, but also like, well, like you don't got to be gross about wanting to occasionally walk under the uh, gravity or whatever, like. <laughs> Yeah, you don't need to have a nasty ass reason to do so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, listen, I mean he's he's fundamentally grasped with the fact that all like the genre of mech anime is f- is about unbirthing um at its core, really. So I guess he just gets it right.
2: <clears throat> yeah. Sigmund Freud would have loved Gundam. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Get Sigmund Freud to watch ever. Um, it <laughs> would kill Freud, I think. <laughs> so the second creepy thing he says is when he's talking about like wanting to find a fucking house on side two or whatever he's like "Mm, i need a dwelling place in the earth sphere dwelling place (laughs)
2: this this fool reads the thesaurus every day of his life
1: yeah yeah that's that's what he's talking about when he's expanding his consciousness yeah he's just learning new words
0: I also love how Sarah's like, oh, they're like, all nobility, you wish to own land, right? And he's Shh. like, no, I would wish to have a place to walk with you with. And it's just like, oh, this is such a, such a fucking gross scene. Like, <laughs> it's, it's so, it's, ugh.
1: The whole vibe of this episode, and I guess, you know, I do want to give like a vague content warning for sexual assault themes here, because that's kind of the gist of the episode. Um Yeah, yeah. Just the, the entire vibe of the Jupiter's is when like you go out on a night with your friends and you walk into like the club or a pub and then you realize, oh shit, I put a crop top on this morning and I didn't really think of it. Except now I'm in this weird club and like I know that people are going to start coming over to me and I didn't really think about this when I put it on, but now people are being creepy towards me and I don't like the vibe and I want to go home. That's what the Jupiter is like.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I know we all like to joke about when uh, NASA talked about having an all-woman uh, team for the Mars expedition because, like, oh, oh yeah. then no one would have sex with each other. Like, completely <gasps> ignoring the fact that God. maybe those women are gay or whatever. But, like, the exact opposite of that is, like, oh, what if we did an all-male expedition team to Jupiter and then just all of them were horny and mad and probably still gay but pretending they mm-hmm. weren't. Uh, right. Let, let's send Sappho and her friends to space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it turns out toxic masculinity is, in fact, very bad. Uh, hmm, I'm yeah. considering this.
1: Just, <sighs> but yeah, anyway, so Popsy puts his hand on the side of Sarah's face and basically, like, presses the reset button for 20 seconds to, like,
0: yeah. bind he her to Dracula- him. Yeah, he does Dracula magic. It's, you know, it's what we It's expect. normal. <laughs> it's yeah. very, very normal.
1: Um but yeah like when he fucking leaves like Sarah just is sitting there like holding her own face where he held it like ah oh,
2: I'm never going to so wash weird? this face again. Yeah, yeah,
0: I absolutely love a man who is probably in his 30s like a fucking grooming a 18-year-old mobile suit pilot. It's absolutely fantastic. We love to see. What could be
2: problematic about this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh after after this scene is when Rekka is finally launching. And Camille, whatever, you can't stop him. He's like, I'm going to give you backup. And she's like, okay, but I'm going in alone, Camille.
1: Yeah. Camille, do not follow me. Stay here. <laughs> not- Sit. Stay.
2: Sit, boy. Yeah. And and as this happens, Favrik runs to the bridge and she's like really, really mad because she's like, how dare you let Camille go out? And then Bright's like, okay, you go out too then. Who gives a shit anymore?
0: Yeah. Get, my life my uh, yeah. life
2: is hard enough as it is
0: yeah bright bright tells Faw to get in the methus to make her more serious about the situation like it's like okay cool yeah they're going they're going to go sit in space for like several hours watching whatever uh you know Rekka was about to do mm-hmm. uh because like yeah she does need she potentially will need mobile suit backup we will see uh, mm-hmm. but like you know she's the only one that can infiltrate the jupitress like that's where yeah. we're at right now yeah <laughs> yep
1: but Oh yeah, so this is where she runs like, Fa runs into the bridge and is like, Edson Rekua wanted to go alone, like
2: so
1: mm-hmm. you know Fa's saying what Rekua wants, I guess.
0: Yeah, It's okay
2: because she's a woman.
1: Yeah, so yeah, this is where Quattro is like, listen Fa, this is just tactics, it's fine, and Fa is like okay, but try and see it from a woman's point of view. Ugh. And <clears throat> this just, this whole scene really confused me and again, we talked about it in chat. Um, we get the funny meme line of Quattro Vegeta saying gender is irrelevant in the military. That was fun.
0: Uh, which is definitely where, where, like, my, my fundamental, like, take on this whole situation is that this is, this is Fa projecting, but it's Fa, like, rightly calling people out on the fact that constantly people are saying that gender doesn't matter in the military while, you know, Camille repeatedly tells her she can't be a pilot because she's a girl. Um, like that's that's just kind of like where where I stand on it is that like you know Fa is making a big deal out of this because people are constantly bringing her gender into why she mm-hmm. cannot be a pilot. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because like you said that you know because Bright assigns Camille to go and and provide backup for Requa, which is a sensible tactical decision. But like, yeah. would he do it if it was Quattro going into somewhere?
2: Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Probably
1: not. Because everyone not. would be like, oh, Quattro's amazing. Quattro doesn't need backup.
2: <sighs> I don't know. It's a load of barnacles. And the thing is,
1: yeah. if you're sending Quattro, you probably should send him backup because it's just good to have backup. But
0: yeah. 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 Well, well, also, like the the other, like, you know, uh, to, to kind of, you know, continually add complexity to this, like the, the comparable thing to this <laughs> is that, yeah, to add complexity to Zeta, the comparable thing is when Quattro goes to check out, uh, uh, Green Noah 1 and 2 in the first episode. And yes, he does have the the Rick Dias team to go with him, but those are people under his command. Like mm-hmm. Recoat doesn't have people to say, "Yeah, okay, cool, I'm going to go to this thing." Uh, like Camille is my subordinate. I'm bringing Camille with me. She doesn't have that kind of authority
1: yeah. like Contra does. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's just like nobody it's like nobody wants to t- take responsibility for any of this, you know? Yeah.
2: They want to say,
0: oh, wow, we have so many women pilots, but also they really don't give that much opportunity to their women pilots at all. (laughs) Equality win. AUG sends out its first woman pilot to a suicide mission. Yeah. (laughs) We send out Emma to do a war crime. It's fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) More women war criminals. Um... (laughs) But the last line about the scene that I want to talk about, yeah, because uh, Emma, or fucking not Emma, Fa is like, well, Rekwa may be a soldier, but she's a woman first and foremost, which is the wildest shit I've ever heard in my life. Okay, Fa. Yeah. Um, Wright <laughs> says that, and I noticed this in the sub, I don't know why this stood out to me, but in the sub he says, Fa, such opinions will only matter once peace is achieved. But in in the dub, Wright says that such distinctions will only matter after peace is achieved. So it's kind of like in the dub, Bright is almost like gender's not going to exist until we have peace. Come on, Fa.
0: Yeah, but also means that like, like fucking Bright's totally like willing to say like, yeah, women should be in the kitchen once the war is over. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> Which ugh. this is reinforced by a part of the next scene. Um, whenever uh Quattro and uh, what's his face are in the the cable car thingy.
0: hmm Yeah.
1: Um uh, and Quatro just kinda looks over at uh is it Henkel he's with?
0: It's Hankin, yeah, yeah, he's with Hankin, yeah.
1: And is like, well, you know, actually, Fa was kind of right because like, women will be women.
2: Yeah. To, yeah.
1: to which the immediate cut after that is Fa and she looks over and the two wee orphans come in and she just like smiles at the wee orphans and the scene is just like, ah, oh, you know, you know women. They're made for raising children, eh? <laughs> Am I right?
0: Yeah. Um, oh man. Like this is the complex thing about Zeta, is it very clearly has bad opinions about gender politics, but it does also leave enough room that you can read into things that Quattro will continually do of taking advantage of people. Uh, that it's kind of like, okay, you can there's room to say that yes, okay, this show is so showing these things are bad. Well, also, the show is very clearly of the opinion that these things are good, that is showing it. that are Right, <laughs> yeah. Do as I say, not as I do.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's like, we have to use misogyny to win this war. There's simply no other way, and you're just going to have to suck it up and deal with it. Not good.
1: We, listen, we gotta. The more misogyny we use, the faster the war will be over, and we can all just go home.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what, what could you be referencing right that line, Sarah? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Yeah, they they're, they've launched by now. The Jupiter yeah. sees, um, I, I think they see Zeta on the radar. I don't, or no, no rather they, they like they, they see they the Gelgoog. Yeah. They see the Gelgoog, and like Sarah launches because Sarah's a little sus about it. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. And
2: Rekua Re- Re- lands in the Jupiterish, the Jupiterish, and like yeah. everyone is like, huh, you got a you got an old model, and like they yeah. they sort of investigate it, and one of the Zeon or Zeon, one of the Titans mechanics is like, hey, this is just a toy. And, like, he sort of goes to frisk uh, Rekua, and she just, like, slaps his hand away. He's like, I don't want to be with men who abuse their power. Like, yeah. you go, girl.
0: Yeah. Get and then ass. immediately, like, one of his subordinates is like, hey, listen, we already we did we did a scan of her with a totally, like, normal device that does scans that you don't have to touch people with. Like, fucking lay off, dude. Like, mm-hmm. ha ha Okay. Because, <laughs> yeah.
1: again, the read I got from that line was like, because uh, like he tries to basically fucking grope her titty. Um, and yeah. like, his compatriot comes over and is like, oh man, don't even try it. Jeff over there already tried that shit and she has none of it or she's having none of it.
0: I, I Yeah, I, I feel like it's equal parts both. Like, you know, it's the guy trying to like defuse the situation like, oh, don't try and frisk her, we already scanned her. But also like, oh yeah, she's a feisty one we're a bunch of dudes on a spaceship and we're fucking pieces of shit. Like, yeah, being dudes.
1: Yeah. And then the other thing that I want to say about this scene is that mm. you know Racowa is just she's she's real good at just kind of selling the fact that oh she got this old galgoog she fixed it up she repaired it and I just want to say she just she learned those cottagecore ways from Emma. She
0: exactly. did mid-coo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, like yeah. Th- th- that's their form of talking dirty. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you know, when your lover is, you know, you're in, in the, the the midst of bliss and they lean in and they whisper into your ear, just make sure that you balance the <coughs> reactor core so that you don't overload the watts of the electrical systems. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, t- talk mobile suit
0: engineering to me.
1: It's sexually transmitted cottage core.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> We also, I don't want to, I don't want to skip this part. The fact that the Jupiterus is big. The Jupiter is very, yeah. very large. Oh, yeah. <laughs> large. It's, it's, I- yeah, it's just, it's covered with big containers full of, of, uh, helium-3, uh, a material to make mobile suits run. It's just, mm-hmm. it's such a large, large ship. <laughs> it's full of hot air, if you ask me.
1: Ew! <laughs> It's so, that's because it's full of men, am I right, ladies? Nah,
0: nah, 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 nah. Listen, some some <laughs> air is too hot to handle. Is what we're gonna find out. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Um, in
2: the, <laughs> the last sort of part of this scene, she like looks up and she sees um, slime man walking along the sort of like uh, like bare like banister up there and she like immediately knows like oh yeah that is definitely emperor palpatine yeah, yeah everyone's
0: yeah. A, yeah everyone's immediate like oh the captain is walking through and he looks at he looks at Rekua for one second you mm-hmm. can have one second of you, looking at you her you may look at her <laughs> once <Yeah>. yes
1: <laughs> with just like this kind of snide eye like a side yeah. eye but in a snide way that's was my fun amalgamation a snide eye pretty good. Yeah,
2: yeah, pretty good um don't you hate it When you're just enjoying a nice bag of Jack Link's beef jerky, do you get shot at?
1: Okay. Because I've got the thing I've got down is Camille eat a Twix. Okay. Again, the the subdub differences in interpretation.
2: Yeah, they must have lost the licensing and had to subtly change it Uh in the show. uh
1: They had to write Twix on it in big letters for their sponsorship money.
2: (laughs) He's just munching, and then, like, Sarah fires a pot shot at him. It's like, oh, come on, don't interrupt someone's mealtime. It's rude. Respect the Twix, Sarah. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sarah, respect Twix. It's left
0: Twix for me, personally. <laughs> I I hate that I personally can't enjoy Twix, because I can't eat them without thinking that there's peanuts in them, even though there aren't. So that's just where I am. Damn. <laughs> Twix are my favorites. Um, but,
2: yeah, they, whatever. Sarah has a masala this time, which is cool. yeah yeah they do like like, she she's in palpatine's good graces enough to like that he's like yeah you can let it you can take out the whip
0: yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah they just have like a win you type fight yeah
0: yeah Yeah. it's just whatever it's fine yeah you know Lizeta's hiding behind a rock uh they get into a fight it's fine it's good uh yeah question (laughs) is Is this a real rock do you think this is a real rock. It appears to be. This is a this is a, a full blooded uh, space born solid rock yeah, and not a balloon.
2: No, no deception contained within this rock. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm looking at the next scene. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is, Rekawa is having a little sneaky sneak around the Jupiterus. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Good for her. Um, she sees that they are developing a new mobile suit. Um, some other stuff. And then yeah. she gets spotted by Papsy, Pappies? Yeah. Pappy? She
0: she gets spotted by Pactimus as he's talking to an officer about how the Axis are uh, coming from the asteroid belt to ally with the Titans.
1: So um, Axis pro- probably is... Probably nothing. An asteroid, right? Yes. Okay. It's
0: a big old asteroid. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. It's rock.
0: Yeah, a- Axis is the
2: asteroid, I think, that Xeon's hanging out in. Uh-huh,
1: uh-huh, uh-huh. Cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they, like, they sort of... Someone spots Rebecca, they sort of bring her out, they're like, What are you doing here? She's like, Oh, I was just, just looking for the bathroom Rebecca. and I got lost.
0: Yeah. Paptimus specifically calls her out as hey, you normal suit. <laughs> hey, hey, normie, come here. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, she's like, Oh, maybe I held the I held the um the the hand holder incorrectly, and then it brought me here.
1: Yeah, I'm just and- a girl. I don't know how technology works. Um <laughs> you know.
0: Uh it's that's fine because Dracula's here and Dracula's gonna do Dracula shit to Rekua apparently. Um, God. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's you know, he tries to put her ha- his hand on the side of her face and press the reset button for twenty seconds, but
0: Yeah. Uh Rekua slaps it away and then he slaps Rekua in the fucking face. Uh not good. Yeah. We but don't look like to
1: Slaptimus. It.
0: Um, but it's immediately interrupted by uh, the ship picking up Camille and Sarah's fight out in space, uh, mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. everybody runs off to figure out what's going on with there. Um, I, yeah, I in this scene, well, he does, This is the scene.
2: He still he he like um, he's like, who are you? He, he says just, he like, tell me
1: now the com- name of the you. Oh, yeah, 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 he yeah, like yeah. sort of
2: compels her to tell, and like she like just like gives him this look for a couple seconds, like she's about to cry or something, and she's like. Rekuwa, last name, side whatever, colony whatever. Yeah.
1: Like she she is from side two, because I was like, oh, mm. like from the next episode.
2: Yeah. <laughs> from Gundam. Yeah, from from Zeta Gundam. And then my, my notes just say he smiles rudely.
1: Good slime like, man. He gives
2: yeah. her this like rude knowing
0: look, and he's just he, like, okay, bye. He knows he's cast the spell at this point. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah. He yeah. uses Dracula magic, uh, and yeah, we're going to move yeah. on, I guess.
2: <laughs> he just, and like... He just says, he's like, okay, be on your way then. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you.
0: <laughs> he just, like, lets her go. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's even, like, later, like, as, like, uh, you know, he's, he's, like, talking about how, like, you know, oh, Sarah wants me to know that she wants to handle this fight on her own? And they're like, oh, you know, like, should we let, you know, the Gelgu go? And he's like, oh, whatever, it's small fry, fucking whatever, who gives a shit? Uh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because, like, you can problem.
1: feel the, like, the the pressure of Zeta Gundam. You can feel Camille's fat, swole brain out in space.
0: So, Sarah, I know you're listening in English, but uh, um, Max, did you recognize that every time they say "pressure" in the Japanese soundtrack, they say it in English? Yeah, it's one of those words where it's like <laughs> I
2: don't know if there's not a good like you know translation for it, or if it like works better as an English term. Yeah, they, I don't know do what's that. going on there, but just every time pressure.
0: they say pressure over like any of these several episodes, it, you're just you just hear like uh, Soroko say uh, "pressure," or you say you hear Camille go hmm, "pressure," and it just, yeah. it's just very strange.
1: <laughs> it's also like it's also really weird that like when they do that, there's like an accompanying sound bite that just goes din 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 din. It's amazing they got the rights to that actually. Because usually this is what a queen were at the peak of their fame. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it does prove that everybody in Zeta Gunnip is by though. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Confirmed. Yeah, yeah, confirmed.
2: Um, And, like, the sort of last part of that scene is, like, I, I guess Rekoa seems to know who Sirocco is. Like, she sort of thinks that to herself. I guess, like, he's well-known, and, like, she, I don't know, I guess she knows more of what his deal is than most people know what his deal is, who aren't, you know, part of the Titans. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know, probably nothing.
1: Okay, I didn't actually <laughs> pick up on that. That's interesting. Hmm, I'm thinking That might have about
2: been it. a sub-only thing.
1: Um, but yeah, so Rekawa like finds a, a, a deck thingy place and because this is Papitimus's ship, the guy that is on that deck immediately starts <laughs> like coming onto her.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it's fine. She beats him up.
0: She like straight up knocks oh. him out is great. Oh hold up. We we are skipping a couple of, of oh. very important things. One, oh. uh uh fucking the methus flies in. Fa just starts just pulls out a couple of beam pistols and high noons the shit out of Sarah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. And then uh, uh, specifically, Paptimus does have a line of like, you know, like getting this DM from Sarah about how, you know, how she wants to handle this fight alone and says, you're so adorable, Sarah, which I immediately threw up in my mouth. Uh,
1: Yeah, I had to hear hear the voice of Paptimus Sriracha say the words of you're so adorable, Sarah. And I said, ah,
2: beans. (gasps) You like immediately immediately contract a migraine. Yeah,
1: Yeah, yeah. This episode oh, dealt me fucking psychic damage.
2: <laughs> I'm very sorry.
1: Uh, but now, yeah, as someone uh, who has has been clubbing as a girl,
0: please oof. please tell me that that rude men did not hit on you while you were dressed as as actual Pharaoh Yugi Moto.
1: <laughs> I don't I don't think anyone did actually. I forgot okay, about that's that. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I st- I just I do outfit. want to wear Slot it. like, Goth Yami Yugi at some point again. It's a that's good a it's a good phrase. costume.
0: A um, costume oh man uh but yeah uh request stumbles into this room with some shitbag bag in it <laughs> like
2: yeah they're, they're talking and she's like asking him about all the controls and stuff and he's like you know oh you're you're pretty hot and she just eventually like just like slams his head against the controls, and she's like, "I guess I'm too hot to handle." It's it's it was very Marvel movie, and I was like, "Okay, this is good, though. I like to okay. see it."
0: Okay, uh, this this is Rekua effectively using girl power to take over an yeah. imperialist military installation.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she also, I think, I don't know if she says as well, but she says, "I guess I'm just not your type," which to me confirms that you know she the type she is is Emma's type.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and new
0: and new type probably. Yeah, Maybe. yeah, yeah. Who knows. I don't know. I think she's definitely she she believes that she's the type of certain military people with shoulder length hair is what I'll say. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
2: yeah. There, there's a sort of there's a sort of like category there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, Paptimus just like lets her go. She's like, whatever. She doesn't matter. Just yeah,
1: because like, yeah. she she like uses own. the controls to like open a hatch so that she can leave in the Gelgoog.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But also, Paptimus is like, I could learn to like her, uh, which we yeah, don't don't, don't care we for don't that. Like much. about that. Uh, uh, he's I just guess, full slime of yeah.
2: this episode the,
0: the, the thing we've learned is that Pactimus Has a short hair fucking fetish And I don't love to see it uh,
1: <laughs> god, What kind of fucking juice are they Like if they're trying to serve Respecting women juice on the argument What what are they fucking serving on the Jupiter's?
2: <laughs> Nickelodeon slime <laughs> uh,
0: They're serving the exact juice That makes people like post online About how Chie is the best girl all the time Oh my god <laughs>
2: So anyway um, the, the it, battle the battle still happening. Yeah, it's a space uh, fight. Camille ends up cutting off the Masala's leg and Sarah's all sad because she can't finish the fight, so she has to fly off. Yeah. Yeah. You do get a cute little scene afterwards of like Camille and Fa both like thinking each other like, yeah. like thank you for showing up and Camille's yeah. like, Thank you for helping me in battle.
1: Because like they did fight well together and it was good to see. Yeah.
2: And and then the culmination of the series right here happens. <laughs>
0: Uh, Methus does get to ride Zeta as a boogie board.
2: Uh. <laughs> but, like, before that, he's like, oh, check this out. And he just, like, pops out an asteroid shaped balloon. Oh, yeah. Immediately yeah, 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 yeah. inflates right in front of Zeta. It's just, like, I guess is, like disguise. It's so funny. Yeah,
0: yeah. It, it, this is, like, such an important thing for, like, UC Gundam. The fact that Minovsky particles block a lot of like, IR and radar and stuff, so you can't do, you can't, like, check if something has a heat reading or anything, and you can't, uh-huh. like, you can barely bounce ba- a radar signal off of it. So, like, mostly you're doing stuff visually, which is why you have big balloons that look like ships or asteroids or anything. Like, I love in- the balloons. In Zeta Gundam it's so good because literally some like fucking Gundam will just open a finger up and shoot a balloon out that turns into a Salamis class cruiser. It's so <laughs> good.
2: It's just like you can just do whatever you want. Yeah. I would I would my Gundam would shoot out Minion Balloons. <laughs> yeah. Battle strategy.
1: It's just, you know, the 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 you know, whatever they finally get like peace and can reinstate the fucking What's the parade that they have all the balloons at? Whatever that one is. but The
2: Macy's Day that, Parade? That has a balloon of Goku. Yeah, oh,
0: If if you want to see Gundam at the Macy's Day Parade, you should definitely watch uh, Gundam 0080 War in the Pocket, because that's the climax of that fucking show. <laughs> Pretty cool.
1: Amazing. Iconic. I mean, yeah, I will say there is some, there is some good balloon action in Reconquista. Um, so shout out to that, I guess. Um... <laughs> But yeah, then we briefly cut back to the Jupiteris. Um I wish we didn't. Paptimus <laughs> says the words, oh, that, that, that mobile suit, I felt strong thoughts from it. Fucking, hey, I heard that Camille Budan has eight lobes in his brain. I heard that his thoughts are fucking shredded.
2: Paptimus himself <laughs> is a strong thought.
1: Yeah. He, the strongest
2: thought. He, he sucks. He's like, so... He, he's like he's, he tells Sarah she did a fine job and he's like holds her head and like nuzzles it. He like puts his like head ugh. up to hers, like to the side. It's, it's just ugh. don't don't touch her. Don't yeah. lay hands on her.
1: Yeah. And it's just, you know, like Sarah, she's brainwashed and will like literally do anything for this man's approval and shit.
0: She's been put under Dracula magic. We know that. It's very sad and I can't wait to see her freed from it. Uh, yeah, me either. I guess who else has been put under uh, guess who yeah. else has been put under Dracula yeah, yeah, yeah. Think, though? Cuz Rekka was like doing all of her little drawings of her, her espionage mission and like Bright's like, "Oh, you left this spot blank. What's going on there?" She's like, "Oh, let me think a little bit harder." Looks at it and sees Paphdemis Sirocco glowing in the paper. <laughs> <Show
2: up. laughs> Paper.
1: Paptimus Shiroko lives in her mind rent free, and he needs to be evicted.
0: He put
2: he put fucking
0: he put bites the dust in her. Yeah, that's what this is. Jesus. He fuck he fucking uh, the, the the Flash CWT TV show like whammied her with his Gone. own little horny ghost.
2: <laughs> he put like the Do fleshbutt in her, and now like she can't she can't. She's like, why didn't I tell Bright about Paptimus? Ah oh, beans. Ah oh, geez. Ah oh, no. <laughs>
1: Okay, but, like, I just want to... She did all those... She did... She still very much did do all of those drawings of the interior of the Jupitress from oh, yeah, yeah, her yeah. brain yeah. memory. Because she's a f- fucking genius.
0: Yeah, because she's a fucking espionage... She she is the James Bond of this setting. She mm-hmm. blows Kai out of the fucking water. Yeah. Like, yeah, Kai Kai has a bullwhip and a pistol or whatever, but, like, Kai, he's not doing photographic, like, memory yeah. sketches of anything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because she has such a ph- photographic memory, like, Shiroku just comes in and deletes the files.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is sad. It is sad to think, but uh, sadly, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> very, very sad.
2: Um, that's episode, though. Yeah, it's episode. Yeah. Pretty nasty. Let's Hopefully, this next one will be less nasty. Um, what's it called, Colin?
0: Crisis at side two.
2: Side. Two. Two. Two of <laughs> Every them. Every time. F- two of them. God, it just don't Every stop. Every time.
1: Brainworms. <laughs> yeah.
2: My first note is that I really wish the Hyakushiki wouldn't do the thirsty flower pose whenever it gets on this stupid launcher.
0: <laughs> it love you know, like a cat that is trying to get attention from you, the Hyakushiki loves to present its butthole. Uh- <laughs> oh, show me that golden hole.
1: <laughs> yeah, the Hyakushiki is out there performing lyrics. More liver. like <laughs> Hey! <laughs> Sorry. But there's a Hyakuchiki Nando's there with Henkel's name on it, but no one brought it up to him, and he's so hungry. Oh, no. Isn't that a yeah. shame?
0: Uh, you're his, not you when you're hungry. His uh, tummy makes the most uncomfortable noise I've ever heard for an <laughs> empty tummy noise ever. <laughs> It's
2: it's what it's what happens in space. It sound they always sound like that up there. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh I guess the important thing we're supposed to take from the scene is that Quattro has to head to Von Braun City for some reason that we don't know. Yeah. I um, just wrote down
2: for reasons. Yeah,
0: for yeah. political reasons he has to go just and Hinkin is reasons. like, "Oh, I'm hungry. We've got to eat during battle." And Quattro's is like, "I guess I'm going to eat when I get to Von Braun City." <laughs> I'm just going to get McDaniel.
1: He's just he's going to pick up the takeout from from BB. it's fine.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's yeah. on a wee are The delivery,
2: the delivery cost for Earth Sphere is like way too high. He has to fly down to get it himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, if if you guys like, I will say like a uh, uh, delivery here has basically been taken over by DoorDash and GrubHub. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So like, pretty much the best. Like, if you want to get food from the best places, like if you want to go to Jade Villa, or if you want to go to Kyushu, or if you want to get something from like um, Tailgate, like yeah, you've got to, you've gotta to call in person to do pickup i can verify yep. that as a vb re- resident <laughs> as a person who lives in von Braun city uh <laughs> yeah you know you're
1: running bagina eats or
0: yeah Begina eats. but no because bagina ha- like quattro bagina has respect for the the uh the the fucking workers who are, who are getting right. shafted yeah, 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 by yeah. all this he wants to make sure the local businesses get their profits you know he wants to help out oh, yeah so,
1: so yeah he's going down himself let's see yeah.
0: yeah pillar you of the community respectable
2: Praxis. Yeah. Um, yeah, Praxis. Yeah, uh, Praxis. I think we cut over to the radish. And, like, Katz is just, like, doing well, for once. Yeah. He's just, like, giving out meals. Emma's like, you're being positively normal today. Yeah, like, you don't want to say bye to Quattro before he leaves. And he's like, no, I'll see him eventually. He's, I'm, I'm good.
1: He is yeah. a polite and well-adjusted young man.
2: It only took us 30 episodes to get to someone who would act like that. I mean, yeah. listen,
1: Katz only started his, like, new pilot arc, like, five episodes ago he sped run that shit yeah he yeah.
2: really fast right he found a skip
0: yeah he found a skip <laughs> well the the skip was getting advice from quatra pagina because he immediately quotes Quattro with time spent worrying is time wasted uh
2: <laughs> yeah you know he he, he, he reads poetry
0: yeah
2: <laughs> um and then we, we sort of, the, the, the next scene, much like how the new orphans are the sort of great value versions of the orphans from Mobile Suit Gundam, um, Burger is like the great value version of Bright Burger. It's fine, but it's not the same.
1: Yeah. 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 It just doesn't, you can tell that, that, that it's just not original ingredients. You don't know what's in this thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These aren't grass, this isn't grass-fed beef. We don't yeah. know what this yeah. is. Yeah, the lettuce yeah. is a little too wilted. He only has like, like, a, a single ring of onion on there. You take a bite and immediately want to, like, really annoy any female friends you have. You just want to really, like, DM them for no reason.
2: Uh, yeah, you, t- you, <laughs> you take... It, the massage needs the secret ingredients of this, Bergie.
1: Yeah, that's where they're <laughs> serving on the radish.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> but over on the Arguma, uh Bright gets... Get, there's a message um, from someone, and the guy that delivers is like, oh, Hey, Bright, can we, like, talk about this outside? Um, it's, it's a little bit delicate. Oh, hey, uh, hey, that's
0: uh, war crimes. Uh oh. Yeah. Ah, beans. The Alexandria has picked up a big shipment of G3 nerve gas from somebody on their way to side two.
2: And I thought 5G was worrisome.
0: Hey. <laughs> it is called, like, it
2: on the little container we see later, it does say 3G. It does say 3G. Yeah. That's the I one we should have been worried look- about all along. Yeah, exactly. We we've, we've already gotten three G
0: so many years ago. We've already been infected. Oh no, we're new types now. Oh, I'm no. sure we're fine because apparently G three nerve gas kills you instantaneously, so we're we're okay. Uh, I don't it's, know about you, it's Colin. worse I
2: feel like I've been dead for years.
0: Does it is it worse than cyanide fumes? Who knows? Is it dengarus? <laughs> it's dangerous. That mu- that mummy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you got that, Colin
2: um see we're the star- we're the unproblematic Star Wars fans here yeah <laughs> all right okay um so yeah we, we we cut over after this alarming news everyone's like really really busy maintaining all the suits like Asanaje mentions how it's like you know all of our free time spent fixing these bad boys up because we got so many of them and all we do is fight anymore this is so sad 100 yeah. likes um and then okay so someone take this next scene
0: well, we, we do get, we get the funny shot of them, like, having a conversation and then, uh, Rekua going to test the, the Methus, like, oh, control right, systems. right, and, right, And, like, yeah. just kicking their entire, like, a uh, little, little repair station over. i love to see get it. Get their um, ass. Yeah.
2: It's cute. And they're like, is it working? And they're like,
0: dangly, yeah. they're like, it's working! Yeah. Um. Oh, I don't want to handle this this scene. But hey, Camille is walking through a hallway and finds a paper oh. plane falling, flying through the air, and immediately has four feelings.
1: I'm I'm with you now. Sorry, I was not sure where we are because I didn't write down half of the stuff that just happened. But I do remember <laughs> the paper, paper paper airplane. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. You gotta t- you gotta take this whole scene, Sarah. Yeah.
1: Okay, because this is the best scene in the entire show.
2: This is <laughs> the best scene in the entire show.
1: All I want. All I ever want, uh, um, I just want naked child bath <laughs> scene <laughs> titty. Naked
2: child
0: bath titty. Naked child titty. Uh, mom, and take your money. <laughs> That's what. <the one. laughs> <laughs> in- okay, I,
2: I mentioned this. I mentioned this in camp, or God, I mentioned this in chat. Uh-huh. When you're a camp counselor, about once or twice a week, you'll see a kid running around naked, and you just gotta deal with it. Listen. This is this. This hit me like so deep down in my soul.
0: This it's fucking scene. normal. Oh, okay. But uh, Max, how many times did while chasing down a kid naked at camp did then you immediately run face to face with one of your fellow camp counselors also naked?
2: <laughs> okay, yeah, can't say that's happened to me as much as as, <laughs> as often as the previous situation. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know,
1: it's the bath shenanigans scene, you know, like from Gundam that we all know from Gundam. You know from Gundam. <laughs> Um, and just, you know, the kids are naked. They're running around at the speed of light. Um, just in this scene, Camille's face is just so animated. They did so much animation in it.
0: I, I feel like our, our private chat is 90% just Camille's face from the scene.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. You, you could fill up like four discord servers full of emojis of all the Camille expressions in this scene. And we will. And we will.
1: Um, but yeah, actually,
2: yeah. Remind me after I eat dinner to make an emoji out of a Camille face, because I will do that. Okay, <laughs> okay,
1: okay. Um, but you know, Fa is you know, sh- <laughs> this is this, <clears throat> just this is the bathhouse, so it's like the realm of women, and Fa is just taking control of the situation. She's being very bossy towards the kids. She's like disciplining them and stuff, and just kind of knowing what the fuck is up. And just you know, this is Fa's domain. Um, Camille is just kind of. Imp- at how "quote unquote" tough she's being towards these kids.
2: Yeah, that that's the reason.
0: Yeah, like uh, like aside from everything else, does expo- like Camille finally says, "Hey, you know, if you're this spirited, you'll you'll make a great pilot." Like he he does say that among everything else.
1: <laughs> yeah, D- but to which Faz response is like, "I'm I already have the qualities to be a great pilot. Why couldn't you see them before, pitch? Um. Like before she does that we get the there's like an amazing little shot of like Fa kicks Camille out of the the bathroom um, mm-hmm. while she sort of gets the kids dressed outside and we don't see her doing it inside. All we see is just Camille outside and like all his reactions to the noises of Far yelling at the kids yeah. and it's just yeah. so good.
2: It's so good. At one point, like he like sort of trying to like peek in, and she walks up and she says, "You have the look of a pervert." <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, she doesn't see that. In the, she doesn't say that in the sub. She just slaps like, him in the it, face for staring at her titties. Yeah, because he just he,
2: he, like I forget what the exact quote he gives is, but um, he, he he like looks down and he's like, "Yeah, I can help you with something later." And she just like completely just like whaps him in the face yeah. and he has, like, the funny red handprint there. It's <laughs> just, just yeah.
0: such a good it's, scene. It's, like, it's very much, like, one, it's the comedy slap as opposed to the bad war crime slap, but also, right, yeah, like... Th-
2: this is a non-problematic slap.
0: Yeah, it's, like, really, Camille, you are dating this girl. You. It, it seems like if you asked her to see her titties, she would show you them, and instead you're trying to do it covertly, and it's just, you don't respect her. Like...
1: Yeah. <laughs> and it's, like, I just... Gundam is really good at doing, like, horny jokes that are like actually funny instead of just pervy and creepy like this is it's it's simply funny it's
0: simply funny it's 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 simply funny for Camille to make funny faces try to look at Fa and for her to open palm slap him and have a big red handprint on his cheek and him feel bad about it like (laughs) yeah Zeta Gundam funny moments
1: (laughs) really and she she doesn't like look at him realize and then slap she just kind of like clocks it out of the corner of her eye and just like swats him away
2: yeah, 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 yeah. she feels his gaze upon her
1: Yeah, wisdom. it's great
2: it's, Good it, show It's those piloting
0: instincts coming in Yeah, uh, yeah. exactly, yeah, yeah, you'll be a great pilot because you're so forceful It's proof that falls a new type yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, when you're a new type You know when someone's trying to look at your titties More like a nude type a- Hey, <laughs> a- um, You want to move on to the next scene? Yeah, yeah. Ted Talk uh, Jared Voice, please clap <laughs> he's, he, he's the teacher now <laughs> He gets to do it. He gets to lead the class, finally. And he, he like, sort of starts his... Um, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he sort of starts his, like, lecture, and then, like, Yazan is trying to, like, muscle in on the class, and there's, like, ten dudes in the hallway trying to keep him out. It's, like... It's not as comedic as the the bath scene, but like it's also very very yeah. funny to me. Yeah. Yeah. Come
1: on, y- Yuzan Yuzan, so Yuzan, you don't have a ticket. You're not allowed at this event. Leave.
0: leave. You don't. You, yeah. You don't even go here, <laughs> especially because like we get this like weird exposition of like, oh, Yazan said he wouldn't cooperate with this plan as like a thing to kind of build up how how like shitty this plan is, how bad it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But then also like you know he tries to get in the room and we just hear him say from off screen, oh, I wasn't going to make jokes or anything. <laughs> <laughs> In this, in the dub, it's, so oh,
1: much. I wasn't going to heckle or anything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, heckle my, Twix heckle my favorite Gundam character.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Twix
2: heckle.
1: Uh, so, uh, unfortunately, the contents of the talk are slightly problematic, just a bit.
2: Maybe Yazan had a good reason for not wanting to participate in the plan. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I, You know, J- Jared does have some uh, problematic opinions here. Yeah.
0: yeah. It turns Ooh. out... That if you want your enemy to surrender, a way to do that is to do a war crime and destroy an entire city, Uh, because even God would approve of this operation because it will kill many people, but it will save so many more. Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> it's it's uh-huh. like the bastards trolley problem. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. It's just and 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 like I uh, Jared is all in on this, and Moar stands up and she's like, "Hey, I love you." This plan sucks, dude. <laughs> well,
0: well, it's it's a little bit more problematic than that because she's just like, "Hey, isn't this against the treaties that we signed?" And everyone's immediately like, "Oh, the Titans took over the Federation, so treaties are null and void at this." I point. am looking. I am looking away. Yeah, <laughs> I pretend I do not see it. Yeah. yeah.
1: But oh, God. yeah, basically, they want to just kind of obliterate side two in the most horrific and brutal and bad way possible so that everyone will yeah. know and see that they're very strong and that everyone will surrender to them so that yeah. they can all just stop fighting and go home earlier and have a cup of tea or whatever. And so it's good, actually.
0: Yeah, and the thing that really shows that Jared has a good he- has a, a tactical head on his shoulders is this isn't even the main part of the mission. While they're trying to get AU to surrender by killing an entire colony, Grips is going to go and invade Granada because you know why not? <laughs> two of them.
2: I'm plans. The Titans are problematic, methinks.
1: Yeah, they're not the greatest.
2: Not the greatest. Um, and then we sort of cut to like the operation is beginning already. Yeah, and. Like, a dude who immediately rockets up to, like, the I-hate-your-guts-so-bad rankings is the mayor of this, of Side 2 here. Oh, god, yeah. Because, like, it's starting, right? They sort of know what's gonna happen. Or they know, like, that the Titans are attacking. And the mayor's like, uh, forget Aug, we need to ally with the Titans now. Like, Aug's not gonna protect us. They have, like, two ships. And this dude is, like, just, like, a total scumbag.
1: Yeah, he's just like, get me the Titans on the phone. I need to suck up to them immediately.
0: Mm. Yeah, not not to continually say, "Hey, let's not let, let's not leave this little nugget behind," but also let's not forget that uh, between between these two things, uh, Moar does confront uh, you know uh, Jared after the meeting, and it's like, "Hey, you know, why are you doing this?" And Jared does explicitly say he's just satisfying grudges from people who died in combat. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, <laughs> okay.
2: interesting. You're allowed yeah. to do war crimes if you're avenging your dead buddies. Yeah. It's what, uh, what Kacker Khan would have wanted.
0: Yeah, but then let's let you know, with, with that context, let's cut over to the mayor then commanding his aide to shoot like one of the station God. commanders so that he will get somebody willing to send a message to the Titans for their surrender.
1: Yeah, yeah, because like the, the guy stands up and is like, listen like, I'm not going to call the Titans. We are, like Everyone knows that they don't negotiate. And he just fucking shoots, gets shot.
2: So- yeah. Yeah pretty bad, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, We see there's an asteroid. Oh, but wait, it's not an asteroid. It's a ship disguised as an asteroid.
2: Do you think it's just another gigantic balloon or did they actually put rocks on it this time?
1: We'll we'll never know. We just will
2: never know. We'll never know. We certainly
0: won't know later in the episode. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Things will not pop off later on.
0: Yeah. 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 My notes just say war crime
2: battle. Yeah, war crime battle. Is what it is. I did... Did you see Zeta's big gun?
0: Zeta has the biggest gun. Zeta biggest. has his big gun now. Okay.
1: I would argue this is, a, this is, this is, it's kind of a beam bayonet.
2: Okay. Yeah. It, that it's like, you don't know at yeah. first because you just see big gun, but then later it's like big guns trick. And then you, you, you clap like a yeah. train it's, seal. I yeah.
1: clapped like a train seal. I have to say.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it, it's, you don't really get to see because it does this sort of like canned Zeta
0: transformation footage as it flies off. Where you put that gun? yeah uh it would it kind of like it fits into the body of the zeta as kind of like because you know like mass effect like ships are all built mm. around the idea of they need to be really long to fit a big fucking like gun. rail gun inside of them okay. and it's kind of the same mm. thing like you know zeta folds up and the gun is just inside of zeta now <laughs> it's a gun shaped hole inside its heart Th- yeah
1: there, there it is
0: okay. there it is yeah
1: um, yeah. um, mayor is like trying to surrender but they're like do not let that man surrender we have to kill these people we have to do war crimes we just we gotta do it
0: yeah the commander of the alexandria literally says oh really i think that the thing that you need to say is that the Minovsky particle interference was too too heavy for you to get any kind of response from the colony yeah yeah mm-hmm, oh mm-hmm.
1: oh he's not home right now eh? um the
0: mayor of to you can't come to the phone now. <laughs> yeah
1: god <laughs> It's about to be dead. Um, we see, yeah, Jared like sticks some 3G canisters under the side of the colony. The people, the mayor is like, uh, someone's like, oh, we should shoot it off, but that might destroy the colony. But then if they leave it on and try and negotiate, that's also might destroy the colony. Things are pretty shitty.
0: Yeah. yeah. Jared's you know, fucking up some Nemo you know, just it's, it's a bad time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, As it turns out, As it turns out, though, Camille does use the big gun to pop the big comically sized asteroid balloon surrounding the Alexandria. Yeah. (laughs) Just boop.
1: And he's like, he's he's aiming the gun and like Reco is there and he's like, no, Camille, that's like way too far for you to shoot. But he does the dang thing. He does
0: it cuz Camille knows deep inside they're just a balloon and you just got to get them you don't have to really hit them you just got to get them hot enough for them to blow up mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. the
2: bigger the gun the easier to aim yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah, yeah that, that's why Quattro's
0: never miss with a mega bazooka yeah uh, Emma launches to take out the gas and then Katz follows up to defend behind her and we get yeah. we get Uh-oh. the single best text in the show uh oh <laughs> Dangar Dangar
2: Dangar Dangar. And like, not only is it, it like it has it, and then like the text glows and bounces off as like Camille, like I guess, gets the vibes of like this is Dangarus. Yeah, Yeah. his
1: new type, you know, these these new type flashes, and he goes, oh, Dangar.
2: Dangar. Dangar. The mummy. This episode is is going to be called Dangar. (laughs) It has to be. I think. Yeah.
1: Dangar is my other Gundam name.
2: Pigma Dangar is a valuable member of Star Wolf.
1: Okay, I'm I mean, look, not my, my favorite,
2: my favorite bounty hunter is IG88, but Dengar is pretty good too. That mummy fuck.
0: Yeah, uh, we do know. Uh, we we, they you know, as everybody's getting ready, Coom uh, and Shinta are hiding in a normal suit. That Faye comes in looking for them in, and they're just kind of flapping a single hand. It's very good. Okay, <laughs> it's Colin, really funny. I'm raising
1: my hand. What are the orphans' names? Because I kept hearing those sounds, but I could not coalesce them into words in my brain.
0: So cum and, uh, and shinta, q u m and s h i n t a.
1: Q u m.
0: Yeah, Kum yeah. and Shenta. I oh, like a Kumquat. Yeah. Like, like or, a or, yes, or like Coombe a Coombe Lord.
1: I oh, like the Pomeranian.
0: Yeah, uh, the Pomeranian Coombe lord Yeah. Uh
1: huh. Uh um,
0: huh. Yeah. Cool, yeah,
1: they're really cute. I just, I, you know, love a kid for some comic relief. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It's a, it's a funny. They're like it's like sort of like wobbling in the normal suit i like yeah. it's just funny to me that, like i mean it makes sense why they don't have like small size normal suits because kids grow so fast but it's just like you don't have anything for kids yeah oh. they
1: could uh, at least it's... have like a child orb all
0: uh, right they they do take the helmet off and immediately you see two loo- two pairs of looney tune it's eyes very inside cute of it. yeah. i like that a lot
1: bubbies
2: bubbies um yeah. we during this fight jared and camille have that once like they're 10th battle at this point probably yeah. in like the shell of a colony that was under construction yeah and then this is big guns trick now yeah it's just beam time what if what if the gun was a sword what if it was squall Leonhart from Final Fantasy 8
0: oh hello uh, uh Matt Easton here at Scalia Gladiatoria <laughs> uh let me tell you about the beam uh bayonet <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, like, you know, they took the, the, the you know, when they were fighting the one-year war, the, the Federation, so they took the ship of the beams from from the, the Japanese infantry, and they just stuck them onto their muskets, and that's how the bayonet was formed.
0: Yeah.
1: Or whatever <laughs> T said in that video. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: The Gunpla model of the Zeta I have does have the beam bayonet. It <gasps> it, pretty, it's pretty sick. Ah. Well, because,
0: like, the, the whole thing is, like, Jared's, like, weird claw leg, like, clamps into yeah, yeah. Zeta's shoulder so that, like... The, the arm can't physically fire it anymore, so he has to activate the, like, beam bayonet and then, like, fucking, you know, uh, color guard juggle the sword around to get it to do damage <laughs> or something.
2: It plays that, like, ACDC song from that one video of the guy doing it with the gun, and it was like, this is so awesome, I love America. <laughs>
1: um, interestingly, uh, in this uh, fight, Derek does start, like, blaming Camille for the fact that he has to do war crimes.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's like,
1: "Oh, this is all your fault. If that I'm whatever doing it this awful to thing." It to yourself, you yeah. Know.
0: It's if you didn't steal Gundam, I wouldn't have had to kill your mom or your dad or uh, gas this colony or you know whatever.
1: Yep, that trikes,
2: That seems legit. It's definitely all Camille's fault. Uh huh. It's fine. He's Jared's never done anything wrong in his life. Yeah, we know this. And and we I love know him. This and I love him exactly. Uh, and then, like at some point, we sort of cut over, and cast just is like, "I think it'll be fine if I shoot the Dengar gas." Yeah. And as it turns out, it's fine if he shoots the Dengar gas, because it just explodes. Yeah. So he just, so yeah, he I was really it. worried, right? because he shoots it, and the debris sort of, like, starts flying towards him, and I was like, oh, uh, what the fuck, what the fuck, like, I was afraid something was gonna happen, but no, it's just fine, it's just gone, yeah. he just saves the day that easy.
0: Yeah, well, the, the thing I was worried about is, it's like, you know, he he got told to, like, hold, like, the back line and defend everybody else, and the fact that mm-hmm. he's rushing in to do this thing, like, I was convinced that, like, Jared wasn't gonna come in and, like, chop his head off or something. Oh my like, god, Yeah.
2: <laughs> But, yeah, no, it's just, like, another another successful mission. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, like, at at some point, like, after, you know, Camille gets the upper hand on Jared, Moara flies in. is like, in, like, she's, like, basically holding Camille with the with the claw feet, like, yeah. aiming her cannon point blank. And Camille's like, you're going to kill yourself, too. And she's like, you tried to kill my boyfriend.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But then Katz comes in, fires off some shots. She has to leave. And Katz and Camille can escape to safety.
1: Yeah 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 yeah
2: i do i love the juxtaposition of like jared and kind of curious how once jared's like away from papmus he starts acting a little better and not as you know freak ass and he's like you know like mo you got to calm down like i'm here yeah. it's okay I'm, I'm the one holding you back this time. Yeah. Oh,
0: wow, it's wild. It's like maybe Peptimus Sirocco has some kind of Dracula-like new type powers that lets him, like, you know, insert his consciousness into other people or something. That'd be kind of cool if that was true. Uh, yeah, certainly yeah, no definitely. evidence so far. <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: Um, but yeah, Camille and Katz have this exchange here, uh, which I quite like, where Camille is like, Hey, Katz, like, you feel that pressure? And just the way Katz responds, he's like, Eh, yeah, I feel it. It's giving me a sore tummy. It's fine. Just
2: <laughs> it feels like I gotta take a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: And Camila's like, "Excellent. Just pay attention. That's that's what a battlefield feels like. Just pay attention to your tummy troubles feeling, and you'll survive." Yeah, he's just Katz is just so chill this episode and put together. Yeah. I love it. I know.
0: He just he ate a bunch of melatonin pills, and he's just riding through this whole battle. <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, half awake, like, falling asleep inside this, the Nemo. Yeah. Like, um, oh, I guess I should blow up the G3 gas. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, it's um, fine. Uh, back on the ship, uh, Camille runs into Apolly. Apolly's getting ready to go to Colony 1 with Bright as a bodyguard. And Camille mm. asks to tag along. And it's they're they're going to talk to the mayor. And what is this mayor doing?
1: Uh, <laughs> God. Is this the scene in which Fod displays motherly qualities?
0: No, that happens a little
2: earlier, like, before they decide to go, like, apple like, sort of, like, winks at Fa and Fa like, sort of, like, winks at Camille, and he's, like, sort of, like, egging them on, I guess.
1: Uh-huh. But, like, she's with the kids, and she's, like, wrangling the kids.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 the kids yeah. are, they're in, like, the break room right now, and the kids are just, like, doing their thing.
1: Yeah, because there's a, there's a part where, like, someone is like, oh, Fa, yeah, like you're looking so fresh and so clean, what's up? And she's just, like, <laughs> there with the kids, and it really feels like... The show is telling us that, like, ah, we have engaged mother mode in this girl by inserting children into the scene. and in yeah. I, she is a more fulfilled girl person uh,
0: this is this is definitely like Tomino voice. Women should only take care of children coming in here, despite the fact that a lot of the other text of the show is saying like, no, like Rekawa and Emma and Fa are totally good pilots, but like, you know, uh, Tomito just has to come in here and be like, no, she has children now, that's the important thing which fucking sucks
1: <laughs> yeah, because they do say a line because yeah. she's like, oh, like, I, I, I wasn't even piloting in this battle and, like, she seems very content to not have piloted in the battle, like, oh, because she had children to ki- take care with, and that's that's what girls are for, it's fine
2: it's fine, it's normal
1: yeah <sighs> but yeah, Bright Bright's going over to like side one. Yeah. Um I believe is going to be his bodyguard and Camille just decides to go with him.
0: Uh the mayor is talking to the man that he had shot to be like, "Hey, oh, yeah. you should here take a raise and just act like this was a workplace accident instead of uh accusing me of of a a treason charge." And uh just you know, at the minute before he can even say anything, uh Bright walks in. Uh here we are.
1: And Bright's just like, hey, That's hey, so I heard you tried to surrender to the Titans, yo.
0: He's like, oh, no, you, you it's, it's like steamed hams.
2: He's like, you must be mistaken. <laughs> it yeah.
0: is. It's, we, there was a, there was a, a traitor here who, that man you just saw, uh, was hurt in trying to stop, which isn't untrue. And yeah. it's just like, a, like, you, you get the feeling that Br- Bright is like immediately seeing through this man's bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to save himself and he's just like, hey, Listen. Titans ain't going to save you in the long term. Please do not do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really funny because like,
1: we have that, like he's lying through his teeth. He's like, oh, the Minofsky particle is entirely localized within side two. And like, there's a, a sort of <laughs> slow zoom in on Camille, um, you know, because sort of throwing back to whenever Camille could sense that Sarah wasn't lying. It's like sort of being like, oh, Camille, Camille can see through his lies. But then we cut to Bright and Bright just knows what's up, Bright, It's yeah. so fucking obvious. Um yeah. It's good. It's
2: good. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, All right, Uh, Sarah, you get this episode title. Mm.
1: Episode thirty. Jared's desperate attack.
0: It's gonna
2: be a good
1: one. Wonder what happens in this one.
0: (laughs) We're well. Mm. We're on the moon.
2: We're on moon. Yeah, we're we're in in Oriental. Yeah, we're, we're in, in Oriental Restaurant oh. in Virginia Beach on Moon.
0: Yeah, we're we've we've gone to Jade Villa, um Sha or Quattro, excuse me, Quattro and Wong are here. They're having they're at one of the big dim sum tables. They're yeah. enjoying a nice bottle of cognac.
1: Quattro mm-hmm. Quatro, Quattro Quattro is wearing a a royal blue jacket with a mustard tie and a powder blue striped shirt. It's a good fit. I like it.
0: Yeah. It's kind of weird seeing him in blue and not yeah, red. Yeah, it is honest. kind of weird. Yeah. Well, you know, his, his other, his peacoats that like color scheme. So, you know, yeah,
2: okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but everyone's least favorite bastard, Melanie Hugh Carbine walks in. Um, oh yeah, this guy. Oh yeah. Sorry. Uh, Quattro is talking about how they need to, they, they need to avoid using aggressive tactics because at this point they need to, they need to, they need to like convince people that AU isn't a terrorist group. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and Mr. Wong is, like, in a bit of a state here, and we get some we get some interesting uh, Quattro backstory tidbits, because Mr. Wong, uh, when they're talking about negotiating with, with Axis or the former Xeon, he's like, but Quattro, sh- you're a former Xeon, you should know better. And you know, I just think it's interesting to find out a little bit more about Quattro's backstory.
2: Yeah, I guess he yeah. was from side seven or whatever. Yeah, yeah or, it does or explain or why or, he's such yeah. a...
0: Yeah, it explains why which, why he's such a good friend with Char Asnabel and uh, knows who Lala Soon is. I guess this it all kind of like checks out.
2: You know, yeah, he yeah. became uh,
0: boyfriends with Amuro after the war. We know that. Um, yeah, he probably yeah. grew up on side three with everyone. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like he, you look, he, look back in the day, he had Z on Tinder. You know, <laughs> met everyone.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Tinder. Um, um they they're all on Facebook. Ah!
0: <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, uh, the conversation here with with, <laughs> with
2: Carbine is is that you're talking about how Axis is moving, and I guess Quattro's cockamamie scheme is to try and like ally them with Ayug instead of the Titans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they do a they do a bit of a name drop of a character that I completely forgot
0: existed. Oh, uh, do you believe that those lo- loyal to Mineva, the survivor of the Zabi family, can be honorable? That Quattro says. Dozel's kid. I forgot about Maneva. So do you, I do you... hadn't forgotten no. about Maneva, but I didn't
1: expect <laughs> her to show up because surely she's eight years old.
0: Yeah, I... she's still baby. Yeah. Well, we, we know we know Quattro is like an honorable man, uh, and certainly wouldn't want to do anything untoward. But do you think that the the experience he's had with uh, with Shar Azamel would run rub off on him, where he would be convinced that he needs to kill a child for like political gain?
2: <laughs> it's like a, It's like a child pope situation you know
0: Yeah uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm sure
2: my name is not the true
0: figurehead Who knows who could possibly be the figurehead That we might meet soon um, I, t- I am looking away Yeah but yeah and all this Wong like like storms out At like you know being like requested To get the Argama involved in this whole Situation he's just mm-hmm. so mad And upset and online about what's Going on right now <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of the big lunch scene, dinner scene here.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Then we cut to Jared has been called to the principal's office. Yeah. And he's going to be deployed (laughs) to go and do sneaky, sneaky, hidey, hidey attack on the Arguma by hiding in an old colony and sort of jumping out at them from behind in a very surprising manner. It's going to work great. Yeah.
0: He's at first very It'll mad until mad. the captain of the ship is like, this is totally Yazan's a decoy. You're the real mission. We're fucking him up. It's fine. Kill kill the Argama and then you get to kill Gundam.
1: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Just indulge him.
1: And Jared is like, oh, I got to kill Gundam? Oh, do I get to kill Gundam? Oh, oh, oh. There's a scene with him and, and Mawa here. The,
2: the, oh, yeah. So, yeah, this is a... So, they're sort of talking about how, like, she's worried that Jared is getting, like, obsessed with taking down Camille. Yeah. Like... You know, he's extremely single-minded in this goal. Because, you know, ever since uh, in Green Noah 1 or 2 or whatever, when he took Gundam, like, that set Jared on this path. And it's like, at this episode, I was sort of, like, starting to realize that I f- almost feel like the rivalry, rivalry between Camille and Jared is, like, better than the rivalry between Amuro and Shar Yeah. Because it's like, I feel like with Amuro and Shar there wasn't a whole lot to sort of base it on. Like, they just sort of show up to each other one day, right? Yeah. Like, they fight. With this, though, it's like... Jared killed Camille's parents. Camille stole, like, every bit of honor Jared used to have. So it's, like, the basis of it, I feel like, is so much more real than just, like, two kids who don't like each other's vibes. Yeah. Because well, it's, like it's, it's,
1: like, I was, between Char and Amaru, it was the thing there was, like, oh, the, it was, like, skill in piloting. And, like, oh, I'm a really mm-hmm. good pilot. I find someone who could maybe match me, and I want to fight them because I like fighting But this is, like, there is actually antagonism
2: between them. Yeah. They got bad blood. Like a Taylor Swift song.
0: (laughs) And I (laughs) I think the thing that, like, especially sells it is, like, Jared's, like, goals are completely beyond actually defeating Camille. Like, Jared wants to take over the Titans or whatever. Uh, Yeah. And, but because of this intense emotional connection that he has with Camille, still feels like he has to defeat Camille before he can move on to do anything else.
2: Exactly, yeah. 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 This little... Pesky twerp is blocking him from his goal. Yeah, yeah.
1: just just like uh, uh, Popsy Shiraku lives in Requa's mind rent free. Camille lives in Jared's mind rent free and must be purged
0: oh, through killing. Yeah, he must be purged. And and to that point, you know, despite all this, Moar is you know com- like is like hey like you are trying to support Jared and saying remember Jared, I'll always be there behind you, which does confirm that Moar is pegging Jared. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am happy that they
2: have a healthy loving relationship. Yeah. yeah.
1: They they do have a happy loving healthy relationship.
2: Yeah. Currently, present tense. <laughs> yeah. Um problem? So, uh, I think after this we cut to the Argama. And well, surely also, after this? Real, real we
1: cut real quick, real to, to 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 Mawa launching.
0: Yeah, we do that they go to launch in their mobile suits to get into this ambush position and um uh, Max and Sarah, what's Moar's full name? What's her rank and name? Oh, right,
2: right, 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 right. Yugi Mo. <laughs>
0: um,
1: in the name of the Pharaoh, I launch my mobile suit.
0: Uh, her name. In case you could not tell, uh, yeah. if you're not watching along, her her full rank and name is Insen Moar Pharaoh. You know, from Yu Gi Oh. Like from Yu Gi Oh. Yeah. You know, oh just God. like, uh, 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 you know, just like, uh, uh, Seto Kai, and, uh, who else do we have? <laughs> oh, God, okay, um, um,
2: um, we got a couple, we got a couple, Seto Kai, um, Pegasus, Jared Sirocco, Wheeler. yeah, Jared Wheeler, Pegasus yeah. Pegasus, Sirocco, Jared Wheeler, yu gi yu gi And
1: yeah, yeah, she launches
2: and she goes, yu gi yu gi you know, Moar's been acting weird ever since she got that weird, big ass four-pound necklace.
1: I can't believe
2: <laughs> yeah, the Palladium puzzle
1: out. is two kilograms.
0: It is four point four pounds. He's been wearing that thing for eight years. <laughs> it's, he's a short king. He does plenty of squats. He's got. He has the strongest spinal erectors of anybody in any anime. Oh class. yeah, we said as much in yeah. the podcast. Never, see, great.
1: never say to me the word spinal erector. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> so Yeah, Moa uh Yugi Moa launches in the, the Millennium um no no Millennium,
0: ga- no, millennium Gap the, the millennium gapplay. yeah. Uh
1: and yeah, they go and hide in the colony to wait for the Arguma. Yeah, they're sneaking.
2: We um and then we cut over to the Argima. And like we see the orphans like dicking around in the hangar causing problem. Yeah. And Bright gets like very he's like chews out Camille and Fa for like, I guess not keeping an eye on them enough.
0: Yeah, even though, like, Fa was doing her job and doing, like, electrical maintenance yeah. on the methis. Like, it's not her problem.
1: Yeah, she was doing her job, but then as soon as the children come into the, the, the dock, she has to stop doing her job and become mother again because the two are fundamentally incompatible. You can't be mother and pilot. There's just no way that anyone could do that.
2: No, 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 no. No, absolutely not. You can't. You, you do not get two in this case. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pick one. Pick
2: one, please. Um And... Eh. Then yeah, we fight. Yeah,
1: but it is very good. Before we fight, it, it, the kids, like, Bright is telling the kids off, and they just start bullying Bright. Um, yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah, that part is really it's funny. It's really I, funny. God. Yeah. Bright Haro's, cannot catch a break.
0: Uh, Haru starts saying Brighto Okataru, like Bright angry, and then the kids start repeating it. It's very good. You want
1: to know what they chant in the tub? What? They chant blowing his top, blowing his top, blowing his top. <laughs>
0: That's so good. That's so good. (sighs) But yeah, Camille and Fah even say the children think that Bright is their playmate, which is good. It's true. Yeah,
1: yeah. Listen, Haro put them up to this.
0: Like realistically, Bright is doing the the least out of anybody on the ship right now. He should be the one taking care of the kids.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh,
0: Yeah. So, Dennis fight, yeah, they like
2: fly, it's like, yeah, Yazan's group is going headfirst at the Argama. And Bright and Mo are, like, latched onto these asteroids near, like, a a derelict colony. Um, Emma, like, has a bad feeling. Like, she's like, why aren't they attacking yet? Because they're just, like, still sort of charging, not doing anything yet. Yeah, yeah. And, like, as soon as she thinks that, um, the Alexandria's fleet I think it's the Alexandria, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, the Alexandria and yeah. like their their uh, uh, other assault ships like show up from underneath the Argama and start blasting it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> listen, yeah, not great. There's just there are so many mobile suits just in general. I have no idea yeah. what's going on here. It's just pew 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 for five yeah. minutes.
0: Mm-hmm. And they chase the Argama into the abandoned colony, and then immediately Jared Moore move in and just they fuck the shit out of the Argama. Oh, they're like. <laughs> tearing this thing apart yeah really sick
1: this is like genuinely the first time that i have actually like worried for the the arguments yeah
2: seriously shit
1: um it was kind of like you know reminded me of the time in 0079 when like the white base got shot down and like grounded and completely fucked up for the first ever time and they were just like they were fucked basically yeah um
2: is oof. Yeah, Big oof.
1: um, you know we see that the kids are in in spacesuits, um, for their safety and stuff. Yeah. Um,
2: shit's but not kind in of the fun part. way like earlier. Like, yeah, no, yeah, like, no, they're yeah. in their own.
1: Yeah. Hey, remember that time that you saw a child in a spacesuit and you said, Oh yeah, that's funny, I like to see it. Well, let's show it to you again, and then this time we're gonna make you go, Oh, oh no.
0: Yeah, it's a subversion what? of expectations you have, see. Have you ever seen a toddler in a full man sized spacesuit try to comfort another toddler in a full man sized spacesuit? Because it's very sad. It it's turns not out, funny. Yeah. It's not funny at all. Yeah, they're
1: not having a good time. Playtime's over, they, children. It's time pl- for oh war. God,
2: I think is it, like, at this point where, the, like, Camille and Foster start to get their vibes?
1: Um, yeah, like, Camille... Camille came back and, like, started fighting Jared. Um, mm-hmm. and, like, everyone's yeah. trying to defend the Argoma. Yeah, yeah, Fa starts getting a vibe.
0: Uh, Emma's, like, help, like helping fight Moar off from everything. Um, and then, yeah, I guess Fa, like, flies her... She's in a Nemo and, like, flies it towards the Arguma and then gets out to try and rescue the kids. Yeah, and she sees Haro...
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, she gets, the, she gets the notification, the new type notification that children are endangered, mm-hmm. like, because she's a woman. Yeah. And then right, as yeah. she goes to rescue them, yeah, Haro.
2: Haro's is like, floating in space. Because, like, cause, like at, at this point, like, the, the sort of residential block has been, like, blasted open. Mm-hmm. So I guess Haro got sucked out in space. So she, like, grabs him and then, like, goes down to the ship to try and find the kids. Yeah, yeah. like,
1: gets out of the Nemo there.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and then very important, Camille has an Amuro moment. Um, Camille yeah. senses the fa, fa, like trying to rescue the kids, realizes they're going to be in danger and like, you know, psychic DMs her to let her know not to go into the door she's about to open because it's about to explode. And like, this is mm-hmm. this, like Camille is on, um, like Camille has reached the point that Amuro was at, at the end of Mobile Suit, Gun of at this I point.
2: I
1: know. <laughs> it's sick. He just does and, it. Like, it's yeah. normal psychic shit.
2: Yeah. It's, it's normal suit type, type shit. Um, <laughs> and, like, the door, like, blows up and, like, it, like, smacks on the And I guess she's, like, knocked out at the moment. Yeah. The kids are fine. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to Camille, who's, like, fighting both Moira and Jared at this point, And it's, like, a, a big challenge. And, like, they do this really sick, not a beam struggle, but they both fire their beam rifles. Or they're, like, you know, blah, 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 blah. Bl- the, they fire yeah. their beams into each other. And it, like does this really yeah. cool, like, feedback explosion that, like, like, sort of disables both of their suits for a second. Yeah.
1: And, like... It's really cool. Jared is, like, flying back, like, oh, no, I'm off balance! Ah! Ooh, ah!
2: <laughs> and then...
1: And then, yeah, Camille shoots Jared, and Jared dies.
0: The end.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Happy ending. That's what happens. That's what happens. Better yeah. than good.
0: Um, it's certainly not that, uh, you know, they, they get into a tussle, they, they have their good cross counter and then, uh, the Zeta lines up a second shot and Moar comes in and takes it. Yep. Yep. Uh,
1: um, yeah, she, 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 she fucking dies. She, she dies and she dies in out. an instant, but also for like 20 minutes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, God, like, like at, at first, like she dies and it's like, doesn't really dwell on this at first mm. because more we see more blown the fuck up and then camille like immediately like shoots both of jared's Gavfley's legs off yeah and he's like flying away and then as he's flying away jared gets his moment
1: yeah though i will say like folks in mm. the moment of her death we get the sort of we kind of get jared become new type because like the the three of the them like camille Moar and Jared, they kind of go into like the disembodied new type red zone right. for just a second. Yeah. And they're like, ah, 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 ah. Like this person has died. And then sort of mm. immediately like her, her spirit kind of disperses and the thing.
0: Ugh. Jared's in the soup now.
2: Jared's in the soup, baby.
1: Jared messes soup
2: time. <laughs> it's like, it's it's a different kind of soup. It's this very weird, like light pastel blue color. There's cherry blossoms flying around everywhere. There's, yeah. like, a weird glowing light. It's like, Jared, this is Jared's moment right this
1: now, really. This is the zone. This is the Mesa zone.
0: This, this is a thing that I really love about Zeta, because we have this very, like, delineation between Armour and Char in Mobile Suit Gundam. where like, Char should be the one who's getting new type powers, because he's the space He's the Zabi, yeah. uh, the, the Zeon guy like you know whatever uh-huh. um and instead it's it's amura who's getting all of these experiences and like you know there's this there's whole specific encounters that are about like char not feeling like oh am i a new type am i not like etc cetera, etc cetera. and in this instead we see camille again and again getting the very kind of like weaponizable aspects of of being a right. new type mm-hmm. um and, you know, and, and like really trying to make connections with people. Whereas like Jared, who is literally a part of the fascist organization is the one who is actually experiencing like the kind of like philosophical aspects of, of being a new type, actually having these strong connections with people around him. Uh, right, and yeah. it's just, it's, it is good to see it's, it is a thing that's going to propel this conflict through the rest of this fucking show. And I love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's very sad that his girlfriend got fucking blown up by Camille.
2: <laughs> the second time this has happened, mind you. Yeah,
0: and but this time his girlfriend turns into a cloud of cherry blossoms and tells him that uh, he's invincible, nothing can stop him. He has to defeat Aeyug. Uh <laughs>
2: Yeah. Jared is like berserker rage right now. Yeah, It's like Kirby is fucking pissed, 3DS <laughs> game cover, but it's Jared.
0: <laughs> yeah, and
1: like whenever, like, because Jared kind of leaves the massive soup, um... But then he, like, can't control his arm or something?
0: Yeah. It, which I, is... I kind of get the feeling that it's either, like, the connection psychically that, like, Moor made with him, disabled his arm, or he just fucking broke his arm when this mobile shoe got shot to hell.
1: It's... It
0: reminded me... You go, sir
1: I mean, it reminded me of fucking Metal Gear with this arm!
2: <laughs> Brother!
1: Because now, uh, Mawa's ghost is sort of possessing it, kind of. Sort of, because she, like, appears in front of him, and she's all transparent, and she, like, gently touches his arm and guides his hand, and then he goes sicko mode.
2: Yeah, yeah. Would it remind me of Colin um, in Iron-Blooded Orphans at the end of Season 1, when, like, Mikazuki, you know, does too much of the Alive Yana system? Like, and the same sort of thing happens to him. It's like, oh, interesting.
0: Hey, let me tell you, uh, this this situation, you're going to see a lot time and time again in every single Gundam. Let me tell yeah. you. Uh,
2: <laughs> so, sometimes you just go a little too hard in a rebel suit. It's yeah. fine, what of it?
0: Sometimes somebody you care about dies and their ghost hangs out for a second. Uh, Curious. Cer- certainly isn't the last time we're going to see this happen in even Zeta. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
2: But yeah, so, and and this part, I was like extremely and Yaba sweating because I was like, If Jared dies right now, I'm going to quit this podcast.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's like, that's the great thing about how the sequence plays out. It's like, yeah, he is, they're like, they're like, Camille explicitly like calls into Emma as like, this guy's going fucking berserk, but he's going, he's going sicko mode in a way that isn't like he's acting stupidly. Like his, his mobile suit is like dodging between pieces of like debris, to, like, stay out of the line of sight of the Argama and, like, diving in and pulling out to, like, blow, to, like, like really do damage. And when, you know, he gets the- when fucking the Bark II gets the better of him and shoots his arm off, too, like, like, he accepts it. He's like, I've failed. I couldn't do it. I'm sorry, Moar, and, like, runs and, like, retreats. Yeah, because so like, yeah,
1: the thing that Moar said to him was- Specifically, like, hey, Jared, you're the best. You're invincible. You have to survive so that you can become Titan King.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. It's it's like Jared is carrying a hundred death flags and drop them all to live another day. Yeah, yeah. Jared he realized really that
0: defeating the Zeta and defeating the Argama is not going to be what gets him what he wants, and he is kind of like, uh, he's he's accepted being eternally owned. Uh, <laughs> he's accepted being the 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 beta male of the of this show. <laughs> To try and accomplish the things that he wants accomplished. And there's still horrible things where he's willing to gas entire colonies of innocent civilians. But, you know, uh, that's we have a compelling villain. We have a very compelling villain here that isn't just touching, like, 18-year-old girls' faces and casting Dracula magic on them.
1: Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. we've got, you know, there's, there's, there's the Zeta Gundam, and now we've got the Beta Gundam.
2: <laughs> <laughs> God, Jared's such a good character. Love him. Um, and he and he like yeah. He he flies off. He couldn't make it, and then he like ends up sort of like like you know coasting. And he like looks out and he sees Millar's wreckage, and then he like and then it hits him, and he starts oh, to cry. Yeah. It's yeah. Very sad. Oh god.
0: Yeah, it's very or sad. Maybe. We don't like to see it. Uh, you don't like to see it. Uh, the Alexandria sends a flare out to pull Yazan and all of his dudes back. Uh, so this is their on error in full v- retreat at this point, and now we're just back to um, you know everybody coming back to the bridge on the Argama.
1: Back at it again, at Argama.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and this this is an interesting sort of scene, right? Because Emma's here on the bridge, mm. and like Emma's sort of talking to Bright. I think before Fa shows up. Or, or maybe, like, they're talking about... Yeah, Fah, like... Right? Yeah, yeah. Faw's Fah all has, messed up. Faw's
0: bandaged up. Yeah. Faw has not made it onto the bridge yet. And they're talking about what happened with Faw. You know, everyone's like, well, she she did, you know, she, she definitely, like, helped out. She did a good job piloting you know, she did abandon her, like, Bright's, like, she abandoned her orders during combat, and, like, you know, people are like, well, she saved the kids, she helped, like, she stopped, like, the residential area from taking extra damage. Like Yeah, you know, you know she PCR. fulfilled
1: her natural role as a woman by protecting some children, and therefore she shouldn't be disciplined for it.
0: Uh, and, and Emma does explicitly say, like, you know, Bright asks her, like, you know, hey, should she still be a pilot? And Emma's like, you know, I don't think that this problem can be solved with... Uh, you know, correcting her, and Brights well, well, should she still be a pilot? And Emma's like, it's not my decision, and it just Up like to this, you, homie, yeah, this whole fucking thing sucks.
1: Yeah. I'm smiling serenely.
2: Can we just not let Faw do something good and actually commend her for it for once? Yeah.
0: <sighs> what? It's like how many other? Like, how many other people? Like fucking cats disobeyed a direct order in this exact battle. And we're not. I wonder yeah. what
2: the difference between cats and Fa is. Who
0: who could well, possibly fa's
1: say? Well, slightly older.
2: Okay, yeah. So okay, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that, that's probably it. Uh uh-huh, yeah. huh.
1: Uh huh. Bright expects her to be a little bit more responsible than cats, just because of that the water two years on
0: And you know, Katz's dad is Hayato, so like there there might be some pull there, and it's certainly mm. it's certainly not the gravi- just yeah. the gravitational pull from Hayato's <laughs> thickness. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: we cats <laughs> has finally escaped Hayato's gravity.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's certainly not just because cats is a boy. It can't be that. Um, uh, yeah. No, that's too simple.
1: Not. Yeah, you know. Listen, w- as we all know, that gender makes no difference in the military.
0: Yeah, clearly it doesn't. But Fawn needs to take care of kids and not pilot mobile suits. Clearly.
1: Yeah, yeah. Does um, no, nothing to do yeah. with gender.
0: Yeah, nothing to do with gender at
1: all.
0: Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, the last thing that sort of happens in the episode in my notes is that camille kind of uh, reflects about how he killed moa he says this really weird mm. line which i don't understand yeah, 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 um because yeah. he says oh i i know what i saw those who are dead don't shed tears what yeah the fuck you talking about camille
0: it makes a little <laughs> bit more sense in the sub because like okay. the 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 run-up to it is like talking about the suffering of people Right. Um okay. And then remarking on the fact that those who are dead don't shed tears. Okay. Which seems to be like Camille, like recognizing that, like, yeah, they're going through hell right now, but like the pe- the people they're killing don't even get, they, they can't even comment on it. At okay. that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, also, could it be that the the tears that the dead don't get to shed are the, the tears, tears of time?
2: time? Yeah, the tears of tears, probably the tears of time. Impossible to say, etc. Et are et cetera. we
1: gonna are we gonna see them? I think we might see them.
0: I think we might see The Tears of Time. I think maybe. maybe Jared was shedding The Tears of Time. We got we got 20 episodes left, so who knows?
2: Yeah. Time for some tears. Time for some tears. It's also time for some segment. <gasps> okay. Um, I, I got I got one today. Yeah. I got one today. Um, today, I'm opening up my big funny book, because we're going to go beyond Toon World. You're going to love this.
0: Trust me. Beyond
2: Toon World. We're talking today about Fa-Yuri and her voice actor, Miyuki Matsuoka. Night. Um Miyuki Matsuoka here to was born March, March 4th, 1963 in Tachikawa, Tokyo. Um, and the characters she voiced include Fa-Yuri. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's it, as uh, it turns out. Really? Oh, wow.
0: Oh, no. So, to, you let me also one.
2: tell you... <laughs> Let me tell you about my wonderful fail son, Jared Mesa, and his voice actor, Kazuhiko Inoue. God, this who sucks. actually <laughs> is, like, a very proficient, <laughs> prolific voice actor. Um, so, Kazuhiko Inoue, born March 26, 1953 in Yokohama. Um, I didn't get a ton on his sort of biography. Um, all I do know is that he apparently, he's been active since 1973, and he has very strong anti-war views. Good. Okay. Uh-huh. So, you know, he, do, he does voice a character in Gundam, so that tracks. Uh-huh. Um, let me tell you the characters that he's voiced because this man has the large wheelhouse. So one of his earlier roles, this is like more or less chronological. Mm -hmm. Um, Colin, have you seen the, um, Idion series? Uh, I Mm
0: -hmm. haven't. I know a lot about it. I've listened to people talk about it. I know that it was basically like after Gundam got canceled. That's the show that he got to make. Um mm-hmm. and also it's the show that Macross stole like 90% of its ideas from. Yeah. That's all I know about Ideon And also like the main character is a big afro and it rules.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah. He voiced um Hatari, Nabaru, and Ideon. Um no connection to me, but I just like, yeah, I'm sure someone will know that because yeah. it's Gundam tangential. Um in Legend of Galactic Heroes, he voiced Dusty Attenborough Okay. Um He loved Dusty. He vo- he voiced Prince Eric in the Little Mermaid movie. Okay. <laughs> in, J- in Japan, in the dub. <laughs> The Japanese dub, rather. Um, he was Professor Elm in Pokemon. Okay, the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Iron Giant, he was Dean, who was like the sort of goatee artist guy. Oh my yeah, yeah, like yeah, god, the yeah, main yeah. character in that movie. He he feels so, like a Jared. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kakashi Hatake
0: <laughs> 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 from accounting class. From accounting from class. From accounting class. That's yeah, because nice, Kakashi been... has very tall hair. Yeah. He's been Kakashi from like day one. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. You. Yeah. I. You could definitely convince me that Jared Mesa grows up to be Kakashi Hatake. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, he voices a character called Didi in Yu-Gi-Oh GX. Can't wait to meet them. Okay. Whatever their deal is. He voiced uh, fucking Johnny Test's dad in the Japanese dub of Johnny Test, the des- despicable Cartoon Network show <laughs> that I hate because my little brother would do nothing but watch that when he was younger.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Valid.
2: Um. He he voiced Angeal in Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII. Um, I don't know if if, if I, I I can't imagine you played Crisis Core Sarah. I don't mm-hmm. know if you have Colin, but like, um,
0: yeah. The only thing I ever played on PSP was a was a pirated copy of Monster Hunter. So
2: okay, yeah, yeah. Angeal is sort of like the main character's mentor character. Uh, so he's like a, he's a, a really big role. He voiced Gildarts in Fairy Tail, um, who's like just you know big powerful dude, whatever. Um, yeah. He voiced Cars. What? In JoJo. Yeah. Kind of a Cars one on this one. Bit of a Cars one? Kind of a Cars one. Um, and again, big hair. I guess more long hair than big hair, but I, I accept it, you know?
1: What if Jared uh, had like had to wrap his hair up in a turban because it was too strong, because it had defied too much gravity?
2: Hmm. Hey, I'm thinking about it. A um, couple more roles. He voiced Samuel Drake in the Japanese dub of Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy. The main okay. character's secret brother that you don't meet until the last game. Mm-hmm.
0: We love um, to hear it, yeah.
2: And finally, his most latest role, or one of the most latest roles, he was the teacher from Azoken. The dude who just, like, hangs out in his, like, that de- beat-up car the whole time. Oh. That's him. That's Jared.
0: Yeah, I'm No, Jared Mesa to Hadake Katash... Uh, Jared Mesa to Hadake Oh, God. <laughs> Try it again. <laughs> Take another run at it. Jared Mesa to Kakashi to the teacher room as Oaken sounds like a pretty accurate kind of trajectory. For That's that the trajectory.
2: trajectory. He just got really tired after the war. He's like, fuck this. I just want to chill out and do nothing. <laughs> but he still, he still wants to teach because, again, we do see him teach a class in this episode. So yeah. it checks out.
1: Yeah. Gets tired of teaching, becomes the ultimate life form, gets tired of being the ultimate life form. And also he's in space. I guess Khoris did get to go to space.
2: Huh. Curious.
1: and then i'm sure that road leads to teaching you again in some way so yeah
2: eventually yeah yeah thank you thank you kazuhiko inoue thank you miui matsudoka for your services i'm saluting with both of my hands because there's two of you this time
1: me too
0: we're also a third hand is coming up to salute for fa for only having one voice actor role (laughs) god
2: Justice, justice for, for Fa. Justice
0: for Miyuki Just, Matsuoka. I'm glad we're finally saying justice for Fa on the podcast. She deserves it. Uh, she deserves it. We're getting that in preemptively before she gets completely screwed. Yeah.
1: Oh, no.
2: Um, oh, no. Yeah, that's... I didn't um, see this statement. coming. Oh, beans. <laughs> Could never have imagined Fa getting screwed over by this show. Ah, ooh, aye, A ah, woman aye. character?
0: Oof. Ow. Owie. Um, Listen, happy birthday, Fa. I know we're a week late. Happy
2: birthday, Fa. Yeah. But we... Happy birthday, Fa. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, during the recording, we're closer to it than the episode goes live, so good yeah. for us. Yeah, 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 yeah. us. We're valid. We're valid. Um, We're also online right now, so um, I, I don't even remember what order we do this in. I'm Max. You can find me, um, Max Bajillion, on Twitter, Instagram, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. I have some other shows, including Pot of Greed, the world's number one only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast I do with Sarah here. Um. We just finished recording Duel Monsters yesterday.
1: We finished it. We watched 224 episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters and also 26 episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! Season Zero. It's a good show. That's so many
2: episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! Two and Uh, a half years.
1: Hey, our story is only just beginning. Oh, so
0: that means that you guys are doing Walden Academy full time now? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's no other series
2: of Yu Gi Oh that we can watch. <laughs> um, you can find that show at uh, Pod Recast on Twitter. Uh, we have another show, We as an I, Sculpt Slappers Only, is a video Game music showdown podcast I do with my friend Jordan. We just put out an episode on Celeste, uh, I guess a week ago when you would have when this episode comes up. You can find that at Slappers Only Pod on Twitter or at SlappersOnlyPod.com. That's all I got. Yate!
1: I do. I, I'm Sarah. You can find me everywhere on the internet at Sarah Costumes, I do costumes; they're very cool. And I also do. I do. I do. I do. Part of Greed. I also do. Speaking of endings, uh, as well as finishing uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters, we are also yeah. going to be finishing up and kind of wrapping up uh, and ceasing to do our Naruto D Watch podcast. Never believe it, but there's still some really good content. We made a really good show, uh, and you can go and catch up on that if you go to at church of Nort on twitter or just search for never believe it in any of your podcatchers it we made a masterpiece it's beautiful you should go check it out
0: i'm hanging my head in solemn prayer for very sad very sad uh the absolutely probably my favorite podcast of the past year like completely honestly um it's very sad to see it go but uh thank you thank you for the 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 service that you ray Mm -hmm. and riley have done Mm -hmm. for us uh (laughs) colin oh i guess it's my turn um Uh yeah, hey, um I am I will be very soon out of private Twitter hell, but you can still request follow access from me at padgettish. That's padgetish on Twitter. Um also you can check me out on my other show, uh Metawatch, uh where we talk about metabots. We are literally the world's only metabots podcast. Sponsored by Capricorn. Uh, it's sponsored by Kyma Corp. Yeah, who knows? Uh, get 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 us those noise base monies. Uh, who knows? We'll we'll find out. Um, yeah, it's it's a good show where we talk about MetaBots. We're having a great time. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Max was on. Uh, you know, a it was fun. Of... Yeah, Very no, it was good. it was great time. We're having another guest on for the episode that came out literally the day before this episode will launch. Uh, and uh, MetaBots is great. It's a fun time. Um, yeah,
2: pretty good. Much like MetaBots. Which are Gundams. This show is also a Gundam. And this show... <laughs> this show is, is um, a Gundam. You can go to twitter.com slash podcast. Check the show out. We have a Discord. You can go there. Um, you can go, also go to noisepace.xyz to find this and many, many other uh, podcasts. I almost forgot the name of the thing I'm talking about. They're uh, kind
1: of like radio shows, but you don't do them live.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like someone talking to you, but you can't talk back. But they are better at talking than you are, so it's fine anyway. Um, so yeah, you check out the website, check out the Twitter, check out the Discord and everything. Um, yeah.
0: It's a Twitch stream where you can't see anything, and also you won't embarrass yourself.
1: Yeah, there's right. no you have, to, you have
0: to visualize it yourself. <laughs>
1: but there is yeah. a Discord server that you should join and talk to us.
0: It's yeah. very fun. We have a yeah. great time here.
1: Hey, Max. Hi, Sarah. First of all, did you know that Time Dot Is is telling me that today is International Day of the Girl
2: Child? What the fuck does that mean?
1: <laughs> Who knows? Gundam probably knows. It, knows. it seems to know what girls are and what they should do. Also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's your robot of the week?
2: Um, My robot of the week is my... uh, My robot of the week is, I guess, two things technically. They are my pair of $40 Bluetooth wireless earbuds that I wear at work so I can listen to podcasts and music while I sit at my desk without anything to do because I'm very good at my job. And I also have very little work to do most days. I've read a book and a third over the past week, which tells you how good I am at what I do. Hell Yeah. Cause you know, I, I I didn't used to be into Bluetooth, and I was like, now I'm gonna start running on the weekends, and you know, after work most days, and like when you wear wired earbuds and you run, the bounce always like thumps against your chest, and mm. you get that weird feedback in it. So having Bluetooth ones that work really well is like, damn.
0: Oh, you are mean you don't, with uh, you don't these AirPods? You don't hold hold your phone in your hand and then like purposely like loop and tuck your earbud. Like cord through your fingers So that you don't run to the inf- uh, that Situation and also you can Constantly like tap a uh, a timer With your thumb that doesn't you know Maybe I'll have to try that next time Colin I'll let It's you know how not it no it's not good don't do it <laughs> It's what I've been doing for like two years Now and I hate it
2: <laughs> God. I mean when I was walking I used to just like play it From my phone out loud but Now I'm a little more conscientious
1: <laughs> Well yeah. maybe one Day I'll do exercise couldn't say who could say should, where the road who goes? Could say.
2: Um, but we could say something, and in fact, what we could say is what we've been saying for the last uh, lifetimes. I keep—I don't know why I keep on getting distracted by nothing in particular. I, I do <laughs> actually—I do know why. It's because I have a pile of new gunpla.
1: Okay, in my room, very
2: distracting. At, Listen, oh yeah. My, I'm looking at little Zam right now, so, you know. <gasps> oh, yeah, I know. Baby. I have this
0: I have this RG Strike Rouge just, like, staring at me, knowing that I haven't <laughs> finished this Colin, fucking you have and been, yet. you have been waiting on that Strike Rouge for months. It's it's just, I got it, and I still haven't finished the other gun pull that I've had for over a year now. All right.
2: Uh,
1: Come on, lads. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Set yourselves um, face down and end this podcast.
2: In the words of 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 Gundam Strike Rouge, war is bad.
0: Wow. Cool gender. Ah,
2: oh, you ruined it. <laughs> is that bottle of soda's going so good until now.
0: You had to bring gender
1: into it. Ugh.
0: Oh yes, I'm the person that brought gender. Into yeah, this episode, Colin, why did you bring
1: gender in here? Certainly, Yoshi.